Hello there, I'm Kevin, aka Toying Around. I'm Yoko, also known as Live and Love Eat Yoko. Hey, I'm Paulie from Bitter Asian Dude Inc. I'm Ernie, also known as the one and only Fallen Fett. We're four friends chatting about our love for Star Wars, toy collecting, and pop culture. You're listening to the Boba Squadron Podcast. Welcome back to the Boba Squadron Podcast, Episode 5. I'm joined by Ernie the Fallen Fett, Yoko, and of course the Canadian Academy Best Lead Actor in a Comedy for Appa and Kim's Convenience, Paul. What's up? Oh, we can applaud. Yeah, it's audio. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I forgot. Audio. We can actually applaud. It's audio. Congratulations, first off. That, that's you. huge. We're. Uh, I'm very happy for you. I don't want to speak for everyone. I almost said we. I know I'm very happy for you. We are I'm so proud. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I was surprised. Honestly, I was. I was very surprised. Delighted. Delighted, but surprised. You are uh, sitting in the very spot where you accepted your award. Mm-hmm. Uh, two questions: Were you were you rushing to get appropriately dressed for that? <laughs> it, it, there was a debate: Should I wear pants? Should I not? Uh, I, I chose to wear pants just in case, just in case. Um, and uh, I was actually, honestly, seriously considering dressing up in cosplay for it. Because I thought it was just going to be a virtual event, uh, just on CBC Gem. And then I realized, they said, no, no, they're airing it live on, on CBC as well. And I thought, oh. all right. Because <laughs> I was. I Honestly, I thought, you know what? Why not? It's been a weird-ass year. Why not? And um, yeah, no. And then it was like, no, it's going to be on CBC. So I put on a jacket instead. <laughs> I would have loved to see to see that, Uh, but for the non Canadians, the CBC is the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation where uh, these awards were held. And uh, I, I said I had two questions. The second one, you know, how how was it? You know, visiting back home. uh, What have you been doing with your time? Well, it's 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 been great being back home, just seeing my family and whatnot. and uh, my dad hasn't been well, so it was awesome to see him. Uh, I, I also uh, dedicated that award to him, which was awesome uh, because, you know, he, he was the inspiration for the character for me. And so mm-hmm. it, it was nice to sort of cheer him up. He's very happy uh, with that. But uh, in, in the meantime, too, I've been um, I've been purging. I mean, I, I came home and there, <laughs> there were literally dozens upon dozens of deliveries like boxes stacked unopened hot toys and oh. other yeah action figures and yeah lots no and it, it, it was just like oh my god and anna was like you're gonna do something about that right I'm like yep <laughs> <laughs> trust me baby i'm gonna get so- rid of all my black series there's gonna be so much room and so thus has begun the the task of of it, it basically what it is is collectibles tetris I'm like moving stuff around, like did 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 fit here, did did all right, did did more boxes of black series, and so I've all the helmets are out. I've got every single one of my black series figures uh, in boxes, all like literally, it's it's all around me here. Uh, I know it's a podcast, so you can't see it, but on the video you can, and so I've I've got like boxes and boxes of this. Um, and I found out as I'm sitting through it because I'm like, ah, I'm not co- collecting Black Series anymore. It's okay. It'll be easy. And, and I'm like, I can I, quit anytime I want. Yeah. But, but I want, I can quit buying them. 
I think that's the thing. I've, I've stopped buying them. I'm not going to buy them except for the two that I bought a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> you got Kev. I got gotcha. you. Right there with you. There's uh, one to take every episode. Yeah, I think. But those Minimum. are gone. Those two are gone because I, I flipped them. I was like, I bought them, felt immediate remorse, did an unboxing, boxed them back up, and I donated them to friends. Like not doing it. I gave them to the friends. Uh, because they need them. Like, you should have this. I, I make sure that at least they're going to somebody who wants them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was sitting through my collection going, thinking, be, oh, that's gone, that's gone, that's gone. And I was looking at a majority of them going, but I want this one. <laughs> I, I like this character. Mm-hmm. I only have one. Now, I found out that <laughs> multiples of a few. So, like, I had two of each of the Bad Batch. And for whatever reason, I had, like, four Wreckers. I don't know how that happened, but it was like four. Jeez. I have an idea how. And he's the most expensive one because he's the yeah. big one, right? It's like, oh, for God's sake. But I remember they were on sale. One of them was on sale for like 14 bucks at Walmart. And I was just like, that's a deal. And I bought it, realizing that I spent 14 extra bucks on a figure I had three of already. <laughs> so it wasn't really a good deal. Um, but a, a lot of it was just like, I, I don't know. Like, I... I I think that bodes well as a collector that I'm getting stuff that I want. I'm not just getting stuff for the sake of getting stuff. You know what I mean? It, Ernie knows what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yes, you told a very, very funny story. And I know exactly how you feel afterwards. But you should yeah. tell it. What happened, yeah, I, Ernie? I'm, I'm right there with you. I just did a show on saying about the Black Series, actually. Which is how awesome. I'm, I'm picking and choosing and... You know, I'm, I'm not going to get everything anymore. And I'm out and about today and I actually get to hit up a Walgreens and she just literally pulled out the Walgreens exclusive. Um, again, on the podcast, you can't see it, but I am oh, holding up the, <laughs> the 212th Battalion figure. And I grabbed it because it's an exclusive. And that's all that's going through me is that, <laughs> oh, I got the Walgreens exclusive. Yes, I don't need it. Why did I get it as soon as I get home? So, like Paul, I'm going to give it away on my next show. But then I'm even expecting it more, and now it's even easier for me to get rid of because there's a huge gash on the side. (laughs) They (laughs) took the razor blade and went right through it. So Ricky the receiver was a little too overzealous with that X-Acto knife. Exactly. and (laughs) Got to get these out on the shelves. So So now I'll really give it away. (laughs) Because, see, that would have been another excuse, too, and I'm sure I would have heard from Yoko. Ernie, weren't you going to give that away? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? I never said that. <laughs> yeah, but, then but it's that it's that urge though. It's that weird, like when I got those last two black series. I, even after I said no, no, I'm done. Yeah. Fennec Shand, Migs Mayfeld, and I was looking at them going, oh, but those aren't out yet. And no one's. And it's that look that that collector that little snarly voice that says, "Get it, get it. You know you want it. You need it." I'm like, no. I said no. To get it. I was like, no, and I was good, and I put it away. Satan, get behind me! And then my buddies after was like, <laughs> not today, buddy, toy Steve, Satan, right? My <laughs> buddy Steve, who is the British Satan, is like, oh my, you need it, huh? You need it. Go on, get it. Look, look. And it was just like, oh crap! So I bought it. I haggled. I bought them. And then See I you. went around the corner. There's a dude selling the exact same ones, and never, ever, ever do this. Never ask how much they are, because <laughs> once you bought it, you don't want to know how much it's going yes. for. But I asked, and he's like, 40 bucks. I was like, fuck! Because yeah. I spent a good, you know, 10 bucks more on each yeah. of these figs. 
So that was like, the universe smacking me down, going, "You're an idiot. This is what you get." I'm even worse than you because you had somebody to push you. I had nobody to push me, and I still bought it. <laughs> I, it was myself. I walked around literally a store twice, and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I need this." And then I get home and no. So yeah. But that's that's a siren call for collectors. Exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive. Uh-huh. Right. Deluxe. Marketing. Exactly. It it works. Now with new hat. Like, oh damn it. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. That's how when I did you wear that hat in the show. He didn't. We had one laying around. Oh yeah. <laughs> Even better. It's a the repaint. Secrets out. Sorry, Yoko. <laughs> Exclusive. No, but I, I, I'm just as bad. Like I'll, I'll sit there and do a stream, you know, do dope or nope, and look at all the new, new figures that are being announced, and I'll be like, nope, I don't really need this. But in the same breath, I'll go. But if I see it in store, I'll probably pick it up. Like, what, what does that even mean? Like, it doesn't. It's not worth anything. That's just the, the collecting. Yeah, the little voice inside. It means we have no self control. <laughs> I'm waiting for Kevin to say where he's bought another three and three quarters, other than the Fatoverse, where he shows in. He's like, "Oh well, you know, it was there, and now he's full in." Because you say you're only collecting that now, so I know that's going to happen. I mean, I'm going to step outside of the lines once in a while. Maybe I'll <laughs> I'll pull, find a loophole and say, "Oh, Felony verse," <laughs> and if it's Clone Wars, because I have a Clone Wars mall. But I don't really need the the younger Clone Wars Ahsoka. Um, the Shay Vizla looks pretty dope, and I didn't have it before. But I'll probably pick that that's up. That's how they get you. Cool. But that's how they get you, Kevin. I mean, I was I was like, I'm not. I'm only gonna be Black Series six inch figures for me. And then it's three point seven five inch. Those are for kids. <laughs> and then. They drop the razor crash and like, well, I need figures to play with it, you know. <laughs> so now I got boxes of three point seven five. It's like, how did this happen? It's like, and I've got like two X wings <laughs> that are like three point. Like, how how do you? I I can't stop. So now it's like, I have boxes of like the the three point seven five inch, and then you throw on the super seven stuff that Yoko sent me as well. And the other Super 7 reaction stuff that I've been collecting even beforehand, like the Jaws stuff, the Alien stuff. Uh, and it's just like, I think I have a problem. <laughs> you don't have a problem. Yeah. You have a collection. Yeah. Paul, you're, Paul, you're like uh, Moon, Moon Knight, man. All of a sudden you wake up and it's a different scene and you have all these purchases around you. <laughs> oh, maybe that's how you end up with all these duplicates. That's no, not all of a sudden. Yeah, no, maybe that's it. Don't blame Konshu for your purchases. It goes around. Right? Yeah, that's right. And he's the Egyptian god of hoarding. Who is the Egyptian god of hoarding? There has to be one. <laughs> we need to look that up. There's, there's our first Google for the. It's not this, hoarding though. Show. Hoarding means it's hoarding. We are hoarding. It's like, oh, as I look around and I see stacks that you guys like, don't even know. It's called, stacks yeah. stacks it's called denial. I know. This is. It's like I, I saying this, and there are literally boxes that are four feet high surrounding yes. me, all the way down to my back room. Um, yeah. And it's just like, oh my god. And then there's stuff in there that I was like, oh shit, I have this. Like it's packed so far back. It's like. <gasps> Oh, like I've got all these Funko Pops that I totally forgotten I bought, and they're all like, "Oh, oh!" Like I have this gigantic Mandalorian one that I completely forgot I had, but because it's stuffed in the corner behind all these other boxes, I had this other huge box. And what the hell is this? It's like, "Oh, right, that's that gigantic Lego Ectomobile that you bought." Ooh, two did you of. get the 
Did you get the Back to the Future? Not yet. The DeLorean? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, no. I'm not going to. No. You know why? Because I got the one six scale one from Hot Toys. And if I get that one, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I also got the Blitzway one, one six scale Ectomobile from Afterlife. Oh. I have, I have to get rid of a bunch of stuff. Otherwise, if that shit shows up and it's still here, I'm going to, she's going to kill me. She's going to take my <laughs> thumbs early. <laughs> my wife's going to take my thumbs. No, it sounds I, like we need to have a sale then. We I need know. to get a table at a show and all of yeah. us need to sell our stuff and go. <laughs> yeah. And well, then it, autographs all the way around on everything that you buy. Yeah. You know, the cool thing is, though, uh, when you have friends who are collectors as well and you say you're doing a purge, everyone's like, oh, you can see like everybody's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? So I already have like I've sold three helmets already, Ooh. which is pretty dope. And uh, like uh, a few of my my bigger black series sort of uh, collectible things to to friends. So it's like, oh, okay, it's going. Like I'm not, and I'm not trying to make a profit. That's why I say to my friends, it's like, just what do you think they're worth? Like, let's. No, I don't want to give them away. Although some of them I I could, but it's it's like, yeah, I, I don't want to lose a ton of money either, right? So it's just like, pay me what it what it what do you think it's worth? What what kind of joy will I give you? And I'll look it up on Action Figure Four One One. If you're taking me for a ride, I'm going to say no. But <laughs> the important thing, it's going out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say is the hardest point. Yeah. Do you, so do you actually say no when somebody See, makes an offer? Yes, because I've. Like- I've had to stop that, man, because oh, yeah. exactly what you're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. is, yeah, I'm getting rid of a lot of Black Series. Oh, really? Um, so that Comic-Con Boba Fett, I'll, you know, here, I'll send you 20 your way. I'll even They're all looking the for the friend price. They're all looking yeah. for the friend price. Right, yeah. yeah. And then but immediately, if you don't, Ernie's a dick. No, but if it's worth 100 bucks <laughs> and somebody's offering you a fifth of the price because they're your friend, come on, I got enough friends. That's not. A, that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's John Favreau. Ever heard of him? Those aren't yeah. friend prices. Those aren't friend prices. Like, well, that's I, thing. I I always try to. If I'm doing that, I always try to consider too and go. Everybody wants a deal, right? Yeah. But it's like, you know, at the same time, if we both know what it's worth, I'm gonna give you pretty close to what it's worth. A friend thing would be like maybe knock ten bucks off of it, or twenty bucks, maybe. Mm-hmm. But if it's worth a hundred and go, mm, I'll give you twenty. I'm gonna say, you know what? I'll take my chances on eBay. Like, there's, there, there, there is that element too, right? Yeah. But then there's also like, do you, do you really want to get rid of it? Because it's the garage sale mentality. It's all out there. If you're having yeah. a garage sale, it's all out there to get rid of it. Yeah. Right. And so, what people who haggle at garage sales drive me nuts, because it's like, well, you know, this is this thing. It's like, yeah, but it's a garage sale. You want to get rid of it, right? It's like, yes. It's like, well. This is what I'm willing to pay. If you don't want to pay, if you don't want it, then I'm not going to take it. And they got all mad at you. It's like, okay, that's fine. I don't need to buy this. Mm. You know, you need to sell it. I don't need to yeah. buy it. So at the end of the day, Treehouse Collectibles just down the street, that's their old owner used to do that with a lot of the their collectibles. They say, no, no, no. This is, this is worth way more than what you're offering for. We're not going to sell. So stuff sat in that store mm. and new owners are like, yeah, okay, let's talk. And they'll cut a deal. And then and product moves, and that's the yeah. thing. You get product moving out, more customers come in because they go, "Oh, there's always new stock in here." Yeah. They're willing to haggle. Yeah. That creates more traffic. That creates better business than sitting on something that's yellowing in age in the front window because you're yeah. too stubborn 
mm-hmm. to move on a price point. So it, it is that balance. I think there's that balance of of collectibles. That's that's more of the fun part, I think, for mm-hmm. me. It's just that whole um, the hunt, obtaining it, and then sort of moving it through the collection, not flipping it, although that is fun every once in a while, but um, but just moving it through and kind of going and scratching that itch, going, okay, I had that for a while. Now I'm moving on and I'm, I'm getting rid of it and I've got these other things that I love yeah. uh, to collect. Yeah, getting rid of it too, like for yourself or even the, the shop you're talking about, just that's your cash flow, right? Now now you're you're liquid liquidizing clearly i'm not into uh financial terms but you're you're turning your stuff into cash you, you your business has more cash flow you can go buy more stock more inventory right and then yourself as a collector go buy more stuff that uh, you don't have space for yeah <laughs> yeah it's so true i hate when you sold it all and you're happy and then like just 30 minutes later it's gone from that one item that you're like oh oh i got it Where's you know what that money the worst is you go out and you make a sale and it's like 150 bucks you turn around and then like oh let's go get groceries here's your bill it's ah oh, dang yeah and then it's like yeah. oh, i just sold my toys for food but yeah you know, that's it's just the convenience it's not like yeah. i'm starving i don't have a problem and, and uh, your significant other knows how much you sold it for because you were so happy right dude i just made 150 bucks bomb and then you're at the grocery store and they give you that look when it's 148 <laughs> you're all <laughs> All right, that's. Cool. I love the I love the selling at like toy shows when it's like all cash, and then because to me, I'm like, ooh, it's like free money to me. All profit, <laughs> right? All profit, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So then I, you know, I save I save my cash to take to you know the next show or whatever to buy stuff with. Because I'm like free money. I'm getting all this stuff for free. Essentially, is is what it feels like, right? Because yeah. you yeah. turn your your junk that you're not even looking at anymore that's been in bins, turning that into cash that you can go spend on new stuff. So. That's my free. That's my free money theory. <laughs> I like it though because it does yeah. work. But then I hate when you get into something else. Like you were saying about the three and three quarter. That was mm-hmm. me with the Joes. I've gone hardcore in the classified six inch line, and then just a little while ago, it's Uh-oh. it's way back there. But I saw the Super Seven Reaction Storm Shadow and his Storm Shadow, and I had to get it. And mm-hmm. I I was like, all oh, I'm I'm trying to stay away from. I'm not doing three and three quarter. But his Storm <laughs> Shadow, get it. And I did the same thing. Exclusives too, Ernie, at Target. Huh? <laughs> it's what? I'm saying there's exclusive G.I. Joe's at Target too. I know. That's where I got it at. <laughs> <laughs> and and this morning too, I saw your gold uh, Optimus Prime there too. And I was Ooh. all, ooh, it is pretty gold. <laughs> right? it, it is. It's so shiny and pretty. Did you get yeah. one, Yoko? Because I have no. one on pre-order. <laughs> through, uh, Hasbro Paul. I, it was because it was gold. And I went, oh, that Paul. looks so shiny. The, the and, Super uh, Seven one? Uh, I don't know. I, I no, I got it through yeah. Hasbro. Yeah, it, it was gold. I have no like. I don't collect Transformers anymore. So <laughs> Ernie's talking like, about the reaction, right? What's that? Ernie's talking about the oh. reaction figure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have gold of the reaction figure Transformers yeah, as well too. Megatron. They're beautiful. Yeah. Those are at Target, and I saw them today, and I was like, <laughs> I held both of them too, and I was like, Oh no, I can't. Don't do it. What scale are they? <laughs> Oh, shit, why am I saying the, this? The, re- three the reaction. No, they're yeah. three and three. Qu- oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, stop. They are pretty. I have to stop. stop. No, I, dude. The cards are pretty. They're very Do nice. Haya, the Haya Do figures. Have you seen the Haya figures? The the ones. That, so the aliens one. And, and yeah. Uh, because they have colonial marines. And I got them at Toy Traders. And I, op- I got three of them. 
Why? Because I'm an idiot. Because aren't those hard to find? Those are hard to find. <laughs> yeah. To. So I'm like, no, you're not right? an idiot. Uh, <laughs> no, but then it's just like now you are a very oh, smart man. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Paul, you always like, call me Ernie. <laughs> they have three. Like I do it right. Yes, you do. <laughs> I just look for it right now for you. Man. Yeah, do it. No, but they <laughs> have. But then call. the thing is, because then I got the alien. It's like, well, you can't, like the alien queen. It's like, okay, well, I got the queen. It's like, well, what else, what else do you got there? And it's like, they have uh, the APC. It's like the the 118th scale APC. It's like you got ridiculous. It all? No, they got it from oh. me. They ordered it in from me at Toy Traders because oh. they knew I was going to buy it if they brought it in stock. <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew Purdy, who is the owner, sent me a text with a picture going, guess what we got for you? And it's like... <laughs> To buy or to give? <laughs> yeah. It's, what like, it's all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I, I mean wanna, I want to check out Toy Traders one day. I should oh, make that drive. Yeah. Honestly, oh, if you go a few well, hours. Yeah. You you make make the day of it. It's like an amazing place. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, I can't oh my god, I can't rec I can't I cannot recommend that place enough. And the great thing is they, they do take trades. It is toy trader, so you can um, bring in stuff from I'll your old collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and then just go and 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 stuff. They have these uh, what are they called? Uh, where people trade in their like their 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 vintage sort of collections. And there was this one story Matthew was telling me. This woman came in and her husband had died, and he um had this massive collection. And he said, you know, when I die, don't just throw this stuff out. This stuff is worth something. And go get it appraised. And so she brought them in. And these are carded figures from uh, well early on. And he had bought like 10 of each. Like this guy was hardcore. Mm -hmm. And this collection was worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like rare wow. stuff. Yeah. That is, and it's all mint. He got 10 of each. So the guy knew what oh, he was man. doing. And so she she sold like one. She brought a bunch of stuff in. She got a really good price for it. And she said, you know, very smartly, she said, I have way more. I don't, she didn't bring it all. She just brought a bit just to see if she was going to get ripped off and uh, paid for a cruise. She went on this huge cruise <laughs> with the money from that, just that first yeah. little batch, right? Yeah. And it's just like, holy crap. Um, Dang, went on a new cruise with her new boyfriend and everything. There you wow. go. There you go. If my kids Man. weren't sleeping, I'd be yelling upstairs right now, like, you hear that, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Just banging on the ceiling. You hear that? <laughs> this is lying, your inheritance. You know, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I, I've told uh, I've told my fiance and my, and my best friend. I said, uh, when I die, sell this stuff. DK, my friend DK is going to go out there. It's your job. A, get all the best price that you can for my for my family, and also B, uh, clear out my size folder on my computer. <laughs> of course, yeah. You need that friend in your life to do those things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mine kind of went like that. Strikes again. <laughs> yeah. Mine was the same of sell it all. And even where I have the hidden stuff, uh, don't forget the storage. But mine was destroy the computer. Like just burn <laughs> it. Don't, wow. Folder is that massive? <laughs> oh, there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. Got about four towers here. <laughs> DK's gonna be like, towers. DK's yeah. gonna be like, why do you have so many son of alien folders? Like <laughs> Ernie said it was he, really good. He ho he ho the alien <laughs> in different languages. 
Part 35? What the hell kind of franchise is this? <laughs> it's just different in Spanish. I don't it's, know. It's time they come back. What? <laughs> what does that mean? No, oh. please don't finish that joke. <laughs> I know I know how I know where too, that's going. And I don't know how this ends. It's too early in the podcast for this. Yeah, usually it's this part when people have already bailed. But I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, like twenty minutes in. Uh, I mean, since we're already talking about Alien Queen and and Son of Alien, uh, you know, we can get to the Star Wars. Star Wars stuff is a little bit light this week. Uh, there, there's a few things we can get to that later, but we're already on the topic of, you know, uh, Alien action figures, uh, Son of Alien, and the homework assignment for me this week was to watch Aliens. And um, let's get it. I, I got to say it right one time. Where I lose all credibility for this podcast. <laughs> no, I never had me. Um, that was the that was the assignment for this week. It, it was completely completely different. I, I thought it was very different. It was still really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Down down to the wire. Even though Yoko was like repeated most of the ending last episode. It's like, <laughs> oh, did this happen? Like, no, that was in Aliens. You're like, oh, but definitely this, right? Like, no, that was also Aliens. But yeah, no, it was still a very exciting ending um what is it and i've heard from a lot of people i can't believe you haven't seen alien aliens yet um people like my friend courtney it's my favorite movie of all time what is it about this franchise that you guys hold so dearly and also um do you think two is better than one aliens is better than alien or just you hold them in as two different movies well i think they're both i mean they're both completely separate movies i mean you want you want diversity in a franchise You've got it right there. Every movie in the Aliens franchise is completely different from the other. From Alien to Aliens to Alien 3 to Alien Resurrection. And I'm talking about that's that's a quadrilogy. I'm not even talking about the the previews. The, sorry, the prequels, right? Prometheus and Alien Covenant, uh, which take place before Alien. Um, it, it's really... Yeah, I, I mean... I... It's like comparing apples to donuts. It's like they're different things, right? They're both sort of enjoyable, right? You can have apple flavored donuts. You can have donut flavored apples, I guess. But uh, it, it's it's that's the thing. Alien was a different kind of movie. That was a haunted house in space. It was in 1979, mm-hmm. the first of its kind, like kind of ho- like space that haunted house thing that uh, uh, crossing that genre of sci-fi and horror in that sense, right? Um, whereas Aliens was just a flat out. It was like a war movie, right? Just all action, a yeah. little bit of suspense, um, very, very militaristic, uh, you know, characters, stock characters that you could sort of really, really sort of get behind. And, and it was very sort of straightforward, but it was excellently executed. The production design was spectacular. And I think that has a lot to do with it, too, is the design of the alien evolves from movie to movie. Mm-hmm. And that's the one constant through it all. The alien is sort of the the main antagonist but then you find out that along the way like a lot of these movies the real villains aren't the ones that are that are scary it's it's like the corporation the Wayland yutani corporation that emerges as surprise surprise a corporation that's evil who'd have thunk it who'd have thought a corporation would have sacrificed uh you know a crew or colonial marines or a prison planet or everybody for the sake of their own profits, right? So, I don't know. I, I like them both for different reasons. I think they're both very different movies. Depending on what kind of mood I'm in, I'll throw... It depends on which one I'll throw in. Um, 
And I think, you know, I think Alien is, in terms of the actual pace and production design, it's, I like that because it's, it's a slower paced movie. It's still freaky as hell. Um, and it looks gorgeous, right? Aliens, it's like, I want to see shit get blown up. Let's do it. And so you put that in there and you watch it. Um, so for, for me, they're both great movies. I don't have a favorite between the two, honestly. Uh, and it, it depends. It depends on what mood I'm in. I just, I just want to say, I didn't want to interrupt you before because you were in a good flow, but I just want to say that Alien Resurrection seems like it's ripe for a science folder parody. Um, <laughs> also, <clears throat> and, and also to me, right it seems there. like it's the first one, it was more, the alien was more tactical and, and, and more of a hunter. And this one seems like I was laying in bed thinking like this could be, you can interchange it with zombies or something. And it, yep. it's just kind of the same, the same mentality. Uh, Yoko, I don't know. Do you hold Alien and Aliens in high regard, like Paul and and Ernie? Oh, I mean, probably not like that. I mean, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad I have watched. I'm glad I watched it. You know, I wish. I wish I had rewatched them for this for this um, conversation. But um, I'm glad I watched them. But they're honestly, like, I watched them the one time, and I haven't <laughs> rewatched them. Um, I I love um, um, Sigourney Weaver. Like, you know, her performance. Like having her as as a female action star like that, I think is, is awesome to have her in that role. And um, that's really, that was what, you know, like rooting, rooting for her, especially in the second one that I remember better. Um, and the orange cat was great. Um, but yeah, but I don't think that I don't have like that, you know, nostalgic attachment to it, obviously like Ernie, Ernie and Paul do. And I feel like that is such a big part of that movie though, of the, both movies. Right? I, I could see the appeal though. Yeah. For, for me, it was always the, the figures that came out after and later like Paul's like, because it, they kept adapting and switching. There's so many different alien figures out there from, you, you know, the, you have like anniversary ones and then you have some of the alien versus predator. Like this franchise went everywhere. Like there's even alien versus predator, which a lot of people don't count, but the comics are out there. And that, that is a whole nother story as well too, where it, it gets into a whole different story. And a lot of people went with that story. Yeah. What's well, a better compared to everything? Yeah. It's a better story. The comic books are so much better. Yeah. Than Alien AVP or Alien uh, versus Predator Requiem. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I don't count. I don't count them as as part of that canon. They have those creatures yeah. in it, but yeah, I don't but count them. That's what I'm saying though. If you look at everything though, as much as it's grown, that's still cool to me. As much as what's out there, just from the Alien franchise, which which is cool. This one is. Just, you know, your basic... That was a great point. I didn't even think about that until you said that about the... You could have thrown zombies in there or anything. Because it was. It was the whole cat and mouse chase. The blow up. The flamethrowers were awesome. But when I rewatched this for this time, I don't know why it clicked to me finally after this whole time. That vehicle that they used, that car, was, man, like spot on for the animated series Batmobile. <laughs> like, that's all I kept seeing. It's very blocky, it was, right? Yeah. I don't know if it was because, like, I love it. Um, Batman the Animated Series and I just watched it before I had watched that like a couple days before I watched Aliens again and it just clicked as soon as I saw it I was like yo is that where they got the Batmobile from for the Animated Series one like it's really close to it especially when she drove and she was driving yeah. around to go save them <laughs> that's all I kept hearing the theme song in my <laughs> head as she was going and I was like hmm I wonder but part of the production design sorry no go ahead no, part of the production design for that was that's that actual that vehicle actually exists, but it's it's a it's an airplane tow car, 
So if you go on, if you you if you go into an airport, airport, you can see them out on the tarmac. That's what they used to use to to, to tow aircraft out onto the I runway away that. from the gate. Yeah, oh, it's cool. low to the ground and stuff. So yeah. a lot of that's this is why uh, a lot of James Cameron's stuff is pretty cool too, because a lot of them has real world applications that they've just uh -huh. very much like Star Wars. They've modified so like the smart guns are on Steadicam rockers, so mm -hmm. that whole arm and swivel thing. Steadicam operators use, uh, you know, it's it's they've just jury rigged it so it carries a gun instead of a camera. Right. So neat things like that. The whole idea of the Colonial Marines having uh, cameras on their helmets, helmet cams. Mm -hmm. Right. This is way before the, uh, you know, now police have body cams. Right. Correct. You, you have all these things that are that are in use now that were that James Cameron sort of with their production design thought, hey, wouldn't this be neat if we had this? Uh, and, and that's part of the draw, too. The, not only the nostalgia, but the fact that uh, James Cameron in of himself, I mean, they created technology to, like, you know, find the Titanic, right? They designed new submersibles, designed special diving equipment so you could see the actors' faces in the abyss. Mm -hmm. um, and they actually, you know, they, they use them now. So it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat stuff how that crossover happens where he uses the money from the movies to fund all his scientific endeavors. And he learns from that and he shoots film about that. And he gets, you know, whatever discoveries or patents that he makes and uses those to make, to make other movies. Yeah. It's, it's pretty That's cool. Genius. Yeah. I, I didn't, didn't know, that. know that. And then I like what Yoko said too about Sigourney Weaver, you know, and you're right now thinking about it in that I'm surprised she didn't go on to lead another type of action movie or that like kick-ass type sort of, character of her fighting and she fought aliens and that's true i i never thought about that you would think you would see her in another role like that and they paul, never utilized say, that paul didn't you say last last episode she was nominated for an award was it for this an oscar for aliens, aliens. She yeah was nominated you said because the director's cut showed more right yeah the director's cut they had a little bit more i mean it was a bit more about i mean she got nominated based on a theatrical cut Okay. Uh, and so if you watch the director's cut, though, there's an extended scene where she's talking about her daughter because she had an 11 year old daughter at home mm -hmm. and she drifts through through the, the regular space lanes for like 57 years, I believe. Oh, no. And then, yeah. So they track down her daughter and it's a scene about, OK, we found your daughter. She's dead. She no, died I didn't want to hear that. Yeah. So it's like she looks at it and there's that moment of, oh, my God, I promised I would be home for her birthday. Uh, and stuff and like her name's amy and it's like as a parent you're like oh my god and they have a picture of her oh no her daughter and she's this old woman it's like oh my god she was time she was like 68 at the time of her death type thing and it was just like oh my god it's it's brutal so there's that but yeah. then on the flip side of that they have like all these extra features like all these cut scenes where it's like they have all these smart gun century smart guns where they put them in the tunnel and they track mm -hmm. and shoot the aliens. And so there's a whole sequence about that because, and this is the, uh, one of the complaints that a lot of fans of the alien creature had was these aliens were dumb. They just kept running towards the gunfire. They weren't smart. Like zombies. If, exactly. Well, that's exactly it. They were just cannon fodder. Whereas yeah. the one alien in the first movie was so frighteningly intelligent and able to outsmart them. Right. How could an entire army just run to their deaths? And so that was the big thing that people had. But then that's when they created the different classes of aliens mm -hmm. from drones to warriors to the queen. Right. And so that that was the other mm -hmm. thing. They're saying that, OK, it were the drones that were just attacking the Marines. 
And that's why they were so dumb. So they had this sort of hierarchy. So that's really cool too, is the fact that you start to, uh, they start to, to sort of build, create that world, that universe building there, it continues on. That I had read about that that um not I mean I guess it's kind of a cut storyline right about her her daughter and everything and I'm like I'm like oh, that's kind of too bad because I feel like that adds so much even more to her character and mm -hmm. and why she is the way she is with with a uh, Newt yeah. right like mm -hmm. I so I'm like that added that adds so much more depth than yeah. just a, I don't want to say a stereotypical like maternal yeah, thing right. you know like right. yeah. there's actually more of a story behind there. Yeah, I, and, and that's the thing. She's yeah. a woman who's lost her child, and she's a child who's lost her parents. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Or her family, actually. She did have a brother, Paul. His name is Timmy. Um, but I, I think that's why a lot of people are so upset for Alien 3. Yeah. Kevin, have you seen it? Yoko, no, not the version. I don't, I don't think I've seen 3. It'd be weird if I saw 3 and didn't watch <laughs> 1 and 2, just saying. You know what? But not out of the realm of possibility. You know? Yeah, there are sure. people who are like, yeah, I, I saw Revenge of the... Revenge of the Sith, but I didn't see any of the other Star Wars movies. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Um, so I won't bring up my other point then, because y'all haven't seen it, and I don't want to spoil it. We'll, if you're we'll going to see it, we'll but if you're not going to see it, I'm just going to say it anyway. Spoil it. All right. So David Fincher, he, he directs it. Mm -hmm. Kevin's all like, "Yeah, go ahead, single tear." Is it? A, I mean, I don't. Care. <laughs> I want to watch it. Like, yeah, the the magic podcast button can cut out uh you know certain <laughs> parts but it can't cut out my memory <laughs> oh. go for it because yoko's gonna watch godfather this week all right our face okay. go for it paul uh no because uh newt and hicks are killed right off at the very beginning of alien 3 <laughs> yeah wow. and that's like that's exactly the way the audience has reacted to it but like, why how could you kill them it's in the crowd like so what happens is if you listen to the end credits of aliens at the very end you hear like an egg opening right mm -hmm. the sound of an egg opening mm -hmm. so alien 3 kicks off with that egg opening and a face hugger going out and somehow it getting cut and leaking acid and causing a fire and the escape uh, the escape pods have to be ejected from the Sulaco. And it crashes on this planet, Fiona 161, uh, which is a prison planet. And of course, the only survivor is Ripley. And Hicks and Newt are killed in the crash. And that's how it kicks off. And so people are like, what the fuck? How could you do that to these characters? They were so upset. And especially because there was a comic book series uh, from Dark Horse that continued on Aliens afterwards. And it's a great... Mark Verhayden uh, did the artwork for it. It's a great storyline. They continue on. Hicks is still alive. Newt is still alive. They get back to Earth. Hicks is being ostracized because everybody thinks he's infected. Blah, blah, blah. All this. And it's a really, really great story. Um, and they did not follow it at all. They went off and they did this other version of it where they killed off Hicks and Newt like that. And I think that was the biggest thing that turned off a lot of fans Yeah, from well, that movie. I'm that and there were no point. guns. And everybody wanted more guns in Alien 3. Right. Man, so was that sound planted at the end of the credits? I'm, I'm assuming intentionally to leave it open for yeah, a sequel? I think so. That's pretty cool. Man. But, <laughs> You're just hearing you tell it, it's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> right. Honestly, already watching the whole movie, I'm like, Newt is pretty much the same age as my daughter. 
So the whole time right. I'm just like, I wonder if she's capable of going through these tunnels and foraging and, and staying alive for so long. But there's definitely that kind of, uh, that kind of connection that I was seeing. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. no, she's falling down this grate into a sewer. And, you yeah. know, it made it more, made it more exciting. But then to hear this cut scene about like, and some, oh, this other tragic story. This is, this is heavy, man. Yeah. It's heavy, man. Great Scott. But man, uh, the alien queen, the, the moment I saw that thing, the tail just started dropping eggs uh, I'm like, oh, gross! And then it, it was just panning across, and it, it just that shot kept going and kept going, kept going. Mm. Like, this is, re- and then you can kind of see a silhouette of the stuff, the eggs traveling. Yeah, through. inside the sack. Through yeah, her. right. <laughs> yeah, but it always about, was. It's just the way they came out. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. That thing. But uh, how about when she shot those grenades in there? <laughs> they blew up inside the sack. Yeah. Right. On your face. <laughs> no, but no, but you can see, like, I'm I'm really grossed out, but I really enjoyed that part because I'm like, because I'm like, yeah, burn and, it, burn it all to down. To me, on that... that one, there should have been more acid. Right, right. It, if you out. blew them up, all of them, there should have been like acid everywhere. And I then don't get what that that kind of mind game that she had. You know, mm-hmm. they don't speak the same language, but it's like I got a flamethrower. Call yeah. off your dogs. And then it's kind of like, okay, you guys back up. Then she's going to back out or she's going to burn all the eggs. And then I, I thought that was that was kind of, well, not kind of, it was very, very tense. Yeah. Well, it's that whole, that egg opening up. And then you see her, she goes, she tilts her head and goes, you're fucked. And she just, just goes ham on it. Uh, was amazing. Uh, there was a point I was going to make and I've completely forgotten about it. So I guess it wasn't that important. <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on we can edit that right that one's for the fairies um <laughs> which one did you like better kev uh i think based on how i felt on the ending of aliens i think i like that more it, it's easier to watch right i think it is the action versus horror thing where i'm like you have to be in a mood to let yourself get scared again to watch alien, alien. yeah i was like i was looking around it's, it's, it was daytime like oh am i gonna be shamed again for watching this <laughs> during the day I would, I would not shame you for, for- First of all, I'll do it every time. <laughs> every time. I would also watch it in the daytime. So <laughs> with all the lights on, that's the balance of the podcast. Um, <laughs> and Paul, you know, you, it seems like you're very more into all the detail details of uh, these films and correct me if I'm wrong, but is there a lot of use of miniatures in a lot of these action sequences in alien and aliens oh yeah uh, there's i mean this is this is before cgi yeah right so this is all practical a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff all the flames those are real the vehicles yeah. crashing um the use of like the uh uh the drop ship crashing that's all miniatures mm-hmm. and yeah. in one unfortunate case like projection screen like when it's crashing and they're running and it's tumbling it's like you can totally totally tell it's a screen with the image being projected, like the old school when you're driving and they have the background sort of being projected. <laughs> if you look at that scene, that's what it looks like as they're running yeah. and the thing's tumbling towards them. And so there's certain limitations for the bigger scale things. But I, I, I always love practical models and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alien was fantastic for that too. Like the Nostromo and the, the tug itself is gorgeous. Like just that production design there, um, the the special effects, uh, like even the, the the alien ship that's crashed, that that big, that uh, U-shaped 
sort of horseshoe shaped uh, ship was look great. Right. And it, that's all again, that's all miniatures. And they, they superimposed the little mini uh, astronauts, the crew going into the hole. Love right. it. Love it. But they, yeah, they did employ a, a lot of miniatures. And that's the other thing, too, between the two movies. Like, one, they were made in different decades. And so mm -hmm. it's a different style of filmmaking, uh, different different era of filmmaking, too. From the 70s, movies from the 70s are different from movies in the 80s, right? Because the audiences changed as well. Yeah, that was one of the things with Alien that I really liked. Uh, you know, the setting. You talked about the Nostromo. The, the, when, it, when they were panning, like, the side of the ship, all the details that were being shown, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as toy collectors, it's always like, Ooh, that's a toy. You yeah, know? I, I, I can see. I can see Paul being like, "I want a model. Well, I want a toy." Well, you have it, don't you? Well, yeah, I do. Hold on a second. Oh, sweet! It was one of the boxes that was waiting for me. Hold on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. See, and I was going to ask him too. Do, 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 do. I was going to ask him too if he had the uh, the mother alien. That's a hard figure to come by because there is mother a figure alien. of her out there. The queen or the queen? Yeah. <laughs> The Queen Mother. Hello. Yeah. I am also called the mother one, especially because of the one of she was dropping the eggs. So yeah, um, yeah. there queen is a mother to you, Ernie. You're right. You're absolutely right. Have some and, respect. <laughs> it's hard to to find, man. And when you see it, God, it goes even like out of the box. It goes. Is it the, is it a Kenner one? Okay. Uh, there's an old one like that. That was just a bigger one. Yeah. An older figure, but the NECA mm -hmm. one is the, oh, the large good. queen one, and it was done um, oh, a while yeah. ago, and it's huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it. I don't know if I saw it in real life or not, but I remember seeing. It's kind of that, and yeah, the yeah. Uh, the winged bat gremlin, the bat gremlin, the, and the spider one. Those are like some of their mm -hmm. larger, very detailed figures. Have, have you seen gremlins? No. Oh my god! Are There's you serious? No, I had no interest. Speaking of hard oh, to find, oh no, I, I actually liked that one. I watched. I I think that should have been on my list for the last couple why, of years too. Yeah. Why didn't? What do you mean? Like no interest in Gremlins? It's like I a Christmas I know the movie basic, too. Basic concepts of it and Gremlins things. is awesome. Oh, yeah, Paul Kemp just said he hasn't low. seen it. Don't snitch. <laughs> <laughs> I did because I can't believe that. Dumbass. That. That's like Gremlins, yeah. baby. You gotta watch Gremlins. Fine, I'll watch the whole thing. <laughs> watch Gremlins, and watch Gremlins too. Kids. And Gremlins too. Yes, Gremlins too, mm -hmm. especially because yeah. that movie's whacked. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, they. they it's a whole... I probably have them mixed up again. <laughs> Gremlins yeah, two is in Let the me city. watch one first. Yeah, Gremlins two is just so, gets so surreal, and they. Which one actually... has Rambo Gremlin? Yeah, that's Gremlins two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I should stop. That, that's not a, a character is not a spoiler. The practical effects. I think there was another scene when she's uh, when the queen took the elevator up. Right. So first of all, I'm like, do the elevators automatically go up, or we just assume she hit it with her tail to hit go up? Whatever. <laughs> um, they get they get on the platform. She's hitting it with the flamethrower. The whole time, Newt is uh, kind of clinging to her from the front, like baby right. carrier style. And I'm like, okay, that's got to be a dummy. Because she's like hanging on her front like this, and she's and Ripley's swinging her around with these with this flamethrower, and then you see like the, um, I think the digital, not digital, but like the the background, that's um, what's the technology that would be back then where they they just kind of just yeah green screen or projection screens yeah 
Because again, like, that's that's another case where you look at it and go, that's like a ride at Disney World where they have it projected on there and it looks like a project like a rear projected mm-hmm. sort of screen. Mm-hmm. So you don't get shadows on it. But yeah, I thought that was that was funny. It's just like someone had to create artificial or prosthetic that's just a child hanging off of Ripley <laughs> so that she can swing it around. But also with, with some of those cool toys. I, I want to go out and um so you liked it enough that you want toys now? Yeah, I think I would get, I would go out and get reaction, little reaction, alien, aliens. Yeah. Uh, if do they? I want a newt. Is there's a newt, right? There's a, yeah. There is a newt. Yeah, but oh my gosh, like I think the last um, alien reaction wave was all just all aliens from across the franchise, and there are some real gnarly looking ones in that wave that I don't need to look at again. But uh, along with that that uh, reaction newt, I'd want to get. I saw the picture of. What's the the android man from this movie? Bishop. Yeah, Bishop. Bishop. Uh, he he comes in two pieces. I think the reaction, where he comes apart. I don't know. It, it's in yeah. two pieces in the packaging. Yeah. And um, back back to the, the final ending of the movie. It's the tense fight with the alien. You know they're gonna. You know I'm surprised they went airlock again as the method of exterminating him instead of maybe like using the power is it the power, power loaded? loaded power yeah. loaded to crack the queen in half like a crab leg and kill it that way whoa but it, it, all, it was still... all that acid kevin oh that's true it would go it out of the airlock so it's yeah it's gonna be all airlock yeah but um they're in it, space. it was still they're in space in space no one can hear you cream <laughs> you did say you watched you would uh I still want that shirt, like with a sexy no. alien drawn. Oh God! You do not like want that shirt. Sexy alien. That's a Comic Con shirt all day, right there. Yeah, that's Damn a Comic Con shirt all day, and everybody like, "What's up? What's up?" <laughs> yeah, like, what's up, Playa? Yeah. You up. Um, but man, like she she was hanging on with the vacuum of space sucking her out, and there's an alien hanging off her foot, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't think I have the upper or lower body strength to hold on in that situation but that I, I was saying i love that part so much because it was so it was so intense and newt was getting sucked out and bishop was in half on the ground but he was still like hanging on with one robot arm and catching her with the other there, i thought that was fantastic there used to be in the old uh dvd and blu-ray versions where when lance henriksen who played bishop reached out to grab newt he ex- overextended and you could see the whole in the ground that they cut oh. him out of so his, and they pulled him out so i think in the new transfers they've they've digitally removed that and in some of the mm-hmm. older transfers you can see the hole where he reaches out and you can see the prosthetic uh bottom part that was all ripped open like sort of rise out of the ground which That's is hilarious funny. um and uh, sorry not to get too technical but there is no suck in space it's all being blown out so you're not being sucked out. You're being blown out. Yeah. I'm holding for comedic pause. Take that, science boy. Uh, there's another All right. somewhere. Do wanted... <laughs> there is no suck, only blow. Yeah. In space, no one can hear you. Yes. In space. Um, I mean, A, yes, there is another joke there. And B, if we want to do another three hours, like we talked about the inside of a Sarlacc pit. <laughs> this is just straight up straight up physics. This was like 
Adam Savage. I saw a show that he did live mm-hmm. with uh, what's his name, Electric Mister Electric Pants, Electric Pants. Anyways, another another sciencey sort of uh, YouTube personality, and had a live show in Toronto, and I took Noah to see it, and um, yeah, it's like there is no sucking. It it just it all gets blown out. There's there's no such thing as sucking. I am not mature enough to talk just, about this. Just Ernie and the Booba. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this whole episode, I've been so careful not to suck that hard. <laughs> and I've tried. I'm like, come on. Come on. Not going to die today. Yeah. And I'll have you know, I didn't even talk about my Boba today because I didn't want you guys to yell at me. But this is straight from a donut shop. <laughs> so. Ernie. <laughs> Come on. Why do you hate yourself? That's like eating gas station sushi. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's a drink. It's fine. It, yeah. I showed up. Come on. I went to the spot today. I had everything lined up. I had an appointment this morning. I had to run around town. I was hunting for the man, uh, the Death Watch Mando. And then I was I rolled up in there last and I was like, oh, yeah, I get some of that sweet uh, churro boba today. And I walked in, and she sees me, and she goes, it's only cash. Oh, I had no cash on me. I was like, are yeah. you serious? No free money. Yeah. And she was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, yeah, you just lost a customer. And then I walked out. Wow. I'll see you next Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better be working by then. <laughs> yeah. Not even a hookup. Not even a hi, how are you? Nothing. I'm not for not sure. You know what? Not even a, a free drink. Right. Well, are the you know you've been coming? Just we'll get you next Friday. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow. No. So, donut boba it is. Donut. It definitely boba. got you with. How that was it? Was it okay? It just tasted like chocolate milk. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the, it did. That's all it's been. Look at how brown it is. Yeah. And then uh, these bobas are like, I don't know. Is it bad Maybe. boba? Have you experienced bad boba now? Maybe this is it, yeah. Because it tastes like a soggy, I don't even think it's boba. I think it's soggy cocoa puffs. It's chocolate <laughs> so, milk and cocoa puffs. It's his yeah. son's leftover breakfast. I think they got it all. Yeah, oh I got bamboozled again. Yeah. They just when you me ordered it. I'm a it. mark. Here's this guy. <laughs> When you ordered it, did they scrub all of the dust off the menu to be like, whoa, we have this? And then they're panicking, <laughs> like, How, what do we what do we serve this guy? Yeah. <laughs> we the walk co- in and they're like, oh, we serve what? Oh. <laughs> yeah. The Cocoa Puffs reminds me, though, have you had that cold brew at, uh, at Galaxy's Edge? Yes. Yeah. We will have that May the 4th because that is good. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is a little crushed ice in it because it, I choke on that, too. That goes up my straw. <laughs> I got really choking problems, man. But it does happen. That is delicious. And they have like tiny crushed ice. And you're just walking along. And then all of a sudden, you know, hop, hop. <laughs> and, oh, I almost died right there, too. But that would be good. I, I, I wouldn't mind passing out in Batu. That's, that's you know, I did almost I did almost choke to death in Batu myself. Whoa. <laughs> what happened? Ronto rap gone rock. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I was there. They all just watched as I choked. Kev. Hey guys, Yoko's choking again. <laughs> yeah. Instead of going to Savory, you were reaching for your phone. Oh, I gotta get this. Hold on. We had yeah. just gotten there. We had just gotten there and got the breakfast Ronto wrap. 
and then I almost died right there. She got egg on me. <laughs> wow. So you weren't saving her? You were like, no, that's what you get. That's his takeaway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was choking Wait, he and said a piece it. Of egg came out of her mouth and got it on me. Out. Okay, I'm not going to no. help her. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I think that happened before the choking incident. Uh, it was not... Kev has changed the story to I coughed it up onto him, which is not what happened at all because I stood up and I walked away. Oh, you were seriously not, choking then. I, I actually choked, yeah. And I actually did cough up a piece of egg. But, oh, my God. But I did not. That was not the same egg that hit Kev. <laughs> that was wow. when there I was, was a second to, shooter? That was when I was trying to take the picture. I was trying to take my picture, I guess, this way. And then it fell. Onto Kev's? Onto Kev's lap, yeah. Mm. And then I tried to take a bite, and I actually choked. Couldn't breathe for a few seconds. I, like, I, I walked up to, you know, took a few steps away from everyone, so I wouldn't be coughing in the middle of the table. <laughs> but you're choking, though. That's Why so do we polite. do that? Surprisingly, so right. surprisingly, that's actually a common thing. People yes. who are choking get up and want to leave because they don't yeah. want to. It's that sort of impulse. <laughs> and it's, it's really scary because they don't make noise. Yeah. Yeah. They right. just stand up and they go like people. It's not like in the movies. Yeah, where people, that's like, ah, they had ah, no ah, idea. They had no yeah. idea that I was actually choking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> International sign of choking. Put both hands to your neck. Somebody yeah. should save you. Yeah, but, but you do this every day. Yeah, Wakanda forever. I don't think that's appropriate here. Yeah, yeah Yoko, we're in Batu. Yeah, you're right. Disney. Park yeah, too. right. Ernie, but, we'll go. We'll go to Avengers Campus next. Just yeah. hold on. Go. Yeah. It'd be better. It's like Yoko. It's one. It's the right hand over the left. You're doing it wrong. It's <laughs> so. Did you just? Did you literally just hack it up, or what? What? Yeah, happened? I mean, it was. Yeah, like I, I, I coughed up the piece that got stuck in my throat, and I was, oh. I was fine. Oh, so lucky. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I didn't you were choking that yeah. seriously. I yeah. thought it was like you were laughing at the Wadaga arm. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I feel like, like I had, like I had, I had been having like asthma issues leading up to then so i think like my i don't know you know i was already in a weekend state i think <laughs> <laughs> and but, then that um, happens yeah it was ronto rap so get you every time <laughs> man and it was like just because it was like literally the first thing we did you know we walked <laughs> we got yeah. there <laughs> having a i was all, so excited you know i had ordered us all the round of ronto wraps and was um, that was that when um, you were like i need my inhaler was it that around that time that trip I feel like I said that a few times that trip because you guys kept making me laugh. That's what I said. When we go to Disneyland, I'll make sure you're not choking. Thank you. I'll keep Thank an eye. You. See, I'll and be, I don't I'll get freaked out on choking on the ice because in my head, I'm like, it's got to melt, right? It has to melt before you run out of oxygen to your brain. That's what I'm trying. Yeah. But like, I'm thinking in there, like, come on, it's just ice. No. You got this. Right. You're trying to, you're trying to heat up your internal temperature. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you do. You try, and then here, okay. hopefully it, and it works, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that going back to it, that drink is delicious. That is a real cocoa <laughs> drink. Yeah. It's a great Right. Yeah, cold that'll beer. wrap it up nicely on which part I need to edit out. Um, <laughs> so Yoko, Yoko and Ernie, you guys are going to try and meet up at the parks for yeah. May the 4th. Yeah, impromptu trip. Yesterday it crossed my mind, and then I booked my flight, and I was like, "I'm gonna make this happen." That's awesome! I can't wait. That's gonna be a lot of fun. That's our anniversary, so we're we're going there. So, 
no better way. We haven't had a chance to go back yet. Your anniversary. <laughs> no, no worries. That's always a fun time. We're going because they 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 have events for May the fourth and Revenge of the fifth. So yeah. I'm hoping magnets, stickers. I've already seen the shirts. They do have a boba shirt. Um, they had other ones. I wasn't too jazzed, but I hope more shows up there. I'll get you two, Kevin. And then. Uh, <laughs> They, they always have something going on, so it's cool. Extra characters mm-hmm. out, so yeah. I, I want to see what it's going to be like. It'll be fun. I'm hoping yeah. to get the Calcestis lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And then I can get the dark saber when I go back for Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Yeah. No, Sweet. for sure. Mm-hmm. Bring it with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a saber meetup. I don't know if you guys have seen mm-hmm. those yet where they have the saber meetups. It, it's, it's, oh, my God. It, it's beautifully awesome. Because it's right at night, everybody they separate the colors. Oh, Paul, you haven't heard of this? I've so heard you, of it. I you remember you two going yeah. to one, and I yeah. said, "I don't have a saber. I don't want to be that guy." Oh, well, yeah, Yoko that was, was the one like, that Yoko. Everyone's that guy. Like you are that guy. <laughs> show up. You missed Favreau that day. Oh yeah, I, I, that, was that, day. that was my Favreau that was day. day. That was the day. Yeah. See, so, and I couldn't make it over there. So it is. It's awesome. You you line up on your colors. And everybody goes in front of the Falcon and, oh, it's amazing. And then you'll all go over to the first order side and it's, it's amazing because people bring their custom ones, the ones they built, uh, they'll show up in character and then just to see all lit up and then you get your group photos. It's, it's awesome. It's so cool. So they are having that though on a Thursday night in front of Anaheim convention center. And then Friday night for Star Wars night, right before Star Wars night happens, is when uh, they're going to. You're talking about celebration. Yeah, celebration. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard nothing for the fourth yet. Yeah. But that's it. I'm I'm bringing I'm bringing our savers Hmm. on uh, on uh, celebration night on Star Wars night. Yeah, back on back on the Star Wars collectible front, I think Hot Toys announced a a cool. Paul being the uh, the resident hot toys uh expert or you just have the most especially <laughs> even ones that haven't been opened which i'm one the hoarder was, uh, <laughs> which I'm one was hoarder. announced this week yeah that's you're we're talking about the the luke skywalker best bin version of hot toys now sideshow yeah. uh hot toys did have a previous version of that this before it was uh they had a deluxe two-pack one with uh luke and then the other one was him all banged up after being beaten up by vader during their lightsaber duel uh i think you could remove his hand as well uh so this is this is a the newer i i believe this is a new sculpt for the face too um it's an interesting i don't know i'm I'm not really taken by this this particular one this sculpt of the face the the expression on luke's face looks a bit odd i find and it's like if if your figure has an odd facial expression, it's hard to pose them in action, you know, action poses or if you're taking pictures because sometimes you have them in a fighting stance and the expression on their face just doesn't fit it. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll probably end up getting it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, no rush because again, the the release date for this one is like 2023, 2024. Um, they they are there. There's a long lead time for the ones that have been announced uh, the, even previously. The Ahsoka is beautiful, I gotta say. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, mine, mine's mine been delayed. I just got a notice from Sideshow. 
Oh no! Why? Yeah. Because uh, I it's you got to wait for the second second wave. I ordered it oh. after I saw. I have the uh. clone, not the Clone Wars version, which is what you have. Uh, yeah. But I have the um, the Mandalorian version. Like I pre-ordered that one right away. Yeah. And I think I was on the fence as to whether I wanted another version of Ahsoka. Oh. And then I saw the review for it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I want this one. And so I I put in the order for it a little bit too late. So I got to wait for the second wave to come out, which yeah, is fine. So there is a reason to pre-order early, huh? There you go. Because I haven't pre-ordered Fennec. Ah. I was going to wait, but I think I might just pre-order yeah. her. Well, she's not coming out till 2023 anyway. Yeah. So, again, it's one of those wait, wait, yeah. wait. <laughs> but if you have it on a layaway plan, that's cool. Yeah. Too, right? Yeah, yeah. That just gives you a little bit more time to just sort of pay it off. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm just trying to think. Is that your dollar? Is that your dollar, Ernie? I this is my action figure hot toys. <laughs> Mando version. Yeah. I'm getting with the cool kids too. Mine's up there. I want to like it. I do want a Mando. Ernie, and, are you are you getting an Ahsoka? And if so, what's the what's the version that you're getting? If you're just I'm not getting, getting an Ahsoka, but I saw I saw Yoko's and man, that thing was really nice. Yeah. Like for reals. I, I might have to. Well, you know how I can put that one. Corinne might have to get that one. Mm. So <laughs> that'd oh, be a nice little addition. To get it. Yeah, because uh, I pre-ordered the Boba Fett with Throne. I I'm, the payments actually start next month, I believe, because I I chose for the payments. So that's way cool. Yeah, that's a repaint, right? The Boba Fett with Throne repaint. It's uh, the, like it's his, his arm, repainted armor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, no. Actually, I think it's the where he did paint it, but it was no wait. Yeah, that's it's after he's painted it. It is okay. Yeah, because it's at the end of Mandalorian season two, and by that point, he had repainted his armor. Yes. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so, and that's again because I, I have that on pre-order as well. Uh-huh. Um, even though I have like, no, no, okay, yeah. So I have. <laughs> oh my god, so many Boba Fett. So I have the Boba Fett a deluxe version with him with the scarred up armor that he got from Cobb Vanth. And that's it's what got, I was thinking. Like the the him in the Tuscan Raider robes, uh, and then I got the single deluxe figure that I actually no the single of him because I didn't want him in the robe. I just wanted him in the armor, but I ended up getting it anyway. So stupid. So I have <laughs> two of those Boba Fets basically, and then I ordered the the throne one because I saw Fennec. Mm-hmm. I knew Fennec was going to be released initially, and it's like, well, you got to have Fennec like le- leaning on on the throne yes. with a bottle of Spotchka. Yeah, uh, and, and and Boba Fett. So I got, yeah. I feel like, oh my god, I have so many. I, I know I'll have to get Fennec. So that's going to come after. I'm going to pay off this Boba. But going through this, uh, my friend opened up the anniversary Vader. Yeah, as I did that one. Yeah, which was really yeah. nice. And then I saw that Luke, and I was like, oh wow. <laughs> and so, uh, but my initial thoughts right now are going for that uh, Mythos uh, Boba. Yeah, I have it too. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I, I like I, I, I like that. him better than the 40th anniversary one, to be honest. Uh-huh. 40th anniversary oh, really? version of yeah, it's cool because it's got the different helmets. So it's got the uh, the one with the ears on it, painted on it, and it's got the different two jetpacks. Um, you know, uh, and but the thing that bugs me about that version is the soft parts because he's got the Wookie braids and they don't lie flat. They're always like, they're, they they look like toy ones, right? Like they're not they're not uh, lying flat. Whereas the Mythos Boba Fett, 
they lie beautifully. Really? And then you've got the three different lightsabers that he's collected from from Jedi. I yeah. mean, this is the idealized. That's why he's a myth, the mythos version. Yeah. This is the Boba Fett that never really existed, right? Like the cool, kick-ass, scariest bounty hunter in the galaxy. Not the no, dude that's the first knocked one. into the side <laughs> of the sail barge by a blind guy and spent a number of years buried in the Sarlacc stomach, <laughs> right? So that's that's the thing. So little Boba is actually the 40th anniversary one, but the mythos Boba is the badass one. And I yeah. like that. And that's a sideshow one, and I actually like it better. The soft parts I, are nicer too. Yeah, I think that will be my next purchase of trying to obtain one. Is that one uh, just for that reason? And the way that the ones that I have, so I have the first appearance, the cartoon version, and then I have that anniversary which you can do up. And so I thought the Mythos one would be like cool. Like I have, you know, like the different, basically different versions of Boba. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's what I'm thinking. And I saw that. I know you have the Mythos. Obi-Wan, right, Kev? Yeah, the Mythos Obi-Wan I have. It's it's really good quality. It's not Hot Toys. It's a sideshow. Right. Sideshow makes all the Mythos ones, but it's it's really beautifully detailed. Uh, it comes with a crazy amount of accessories for the Obi-Wan one. So oh, are you interested in the Luke? Like, is Luke a character you would get or no, you're out? I, I, I don't think if I were to get a Luke, it would be this version. But then I also uh. don't know what version I would get. It makes no sense. I know. <clears throat> They they have uh, they announced the uh, the Mandalorian like the uh, deep fake version of Luke, um, that's that's being released in twenty twenty three as well, uh, and um, they also have I know Sideshow they have their sculpt of uh, Return of the Jedi Luke in the black robes, which is pretty cool too. Uh, I've got that version sitting in the back. They have the the snow speeder Luke that's being Ooh, released. is there yeah, a hot toys? Yeah, hot toys snow speeder Luke. I have that on pre-order. That's coming out soonish. <laughs> soonish. It, it might be sitting there as we speak. Yeah, Yoko, oh. with you getting these different ones now, are you interested in getting more now, like a Luke? I would never get a Luke. No offense. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. I don't know if this is um, like no... you receiving more. Like, you know what? Damn, yeah. Yoko. Mark I... Hamill was just about to hop in into the <laughs> chat. Exactly. He just. He just. I would him. never get a Luke. That came um, across harsher than I intended. He called me Mr. <laughs> eBay, and I'd still get a look. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't have, the only Lukes I have in my collection are old man Luke that came with a Ray, you know, like in a couple different Ray thing, Ray, a Ray Black series that I have. The that Milking Luke? Man Luke. Mm -hmm. And then um, a Cost Baby one. But uh, um, I'm, I was... So I have I have the other Ahsoka coming, the Man the Mandalorian Ahsoka. So I have that one pre-ordered. And then I, I will get Fennec. And I, I don't know, I don't know. I want a Mando. I do want a Mando at some point, but I don't know if I want one of the ones that are already out. I might hold out at this point and wait for the next one. Um, because I want a shiny Mando. And then I'm I'm tempted by like a Captain Rex or the 501st, right? The the Ahsoka Troop or the 332nd, I mean. The, you yeah, know? if you get the deluxe yeah. uh, 501st with the 332nd, yeah, yeah, yeah. swappable heads, yeah, that's that's dope. I have two of those, so that's cool. So I can have yeah, one was sent to me as a gift, yeah, 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 sure. One was sent to me as a gift, one was a gift, Anna. Okay, <laughs> mm -hmm. you hear that but upstairs? I, I, I own it when I screw up, 
I do. I really do own it when I screw up. That one was, yeah. they, they gave it to me. They gave it to me. Why would they give it? They, they gave it to me. I really, oh, um, I really, I really wish I had said like, you're like, oh, I would never buy a Luke. Oh, guys, special surprise guest for tonight. We have in the house, Mark. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Until Sebastian Stan plays Luke. <laughs> Paul, uh, in terms of uh, difference in costume, what are the main differences? All I see is orange, but what's the difference between Snow Speeder and X-Wing? Luke? Oh, he's wearing a jacket. So he's... Uh... First of all, he's got a uh, an orange jacket over his jumpsuit, his orange jumpsuit, uh, and his flak vest is on backwards. Actually, they, that that's another design thing there. His gloves are white instead of black. So in his regular X-wing costume, he wouldn't have that puffy jacket um, with with the big with the big collar around it. Yeah, his flak cool. vest, that white vest, uh, it's it's backwards. So he'd have it the other way around. Uh, the hose coming out of his chest box too. The chest box is is black in this one. It's it's actually a darker gray. Same with the hose. The hose wouldn't be black like it is in this one. Um, and as well, uh, yeah. Again, it's his gauntlets. His his uh, flight gloves are are they're white in this one. And he's also wearing. Uh, Luke is wearing his um, his belt with his with his uh, pistol in it and his lightsaber. In his regular uh, X-wing jumpsuit, he wouldn't have that, and of course the boots. He's got these uh, white sort of wrap wraparound moccasin-y looking um, boots for his for his uh, for the snow speeder pilot. And uh, when he's just flying his X-wing, he he just have his black uh, jack boots. Damn! If I were to get a Luke, I think I would go with snow speeder Luke. He looks he's pretty. Got... He looks pretty boss yeah. in that. He's like, like Canadian Canadian winter uh, pilot <laughs> Luke. See, I'd rather have this one than than the Bespin one. That's the thing. I like this, this one better. being the 40th Hot Toys. There's the Rosario Dawson Ahsoka Hot Toys. That's also available uh, for pre-order. When is that coming? It's supposed oh, to be soon-ish. Soon? <laughs> yeah. What? Why are you shaking your head? Like we're going to go back to shopping. <laughs> no, I just want to... We're just checking the release dates on the <laughs> video. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, so close. Yeah, I called him. A, I called him a ding dong. So close. Yeah, ding dong. I was just looking at the shipping date, July <laughs> to September. That's all I wanted to know. Calm, calm yeah, and, and of course, with the Rosero Dawson, there's the deluxe version and just the uh, regular edition. Yeah, the deluxe version comes with Grogu and uh, the little power one. lamp and whatnot, right? I that's all oh, i always get the the deluxe just yeah. for a few dollars more you get so much more um and uh yeah it's it's just it's a better deal i think yeah. if you like accessories yeah if you're gonna spend that money just go the little you know add a little bit more and get the extra yeah I, it's it, worth it it really is worth that investment of like a few dollars more and again these i get it like these are they're expensive they're not cheap. Hot toys are not cheap. But You're, the quality of the product that you get is, uh, I think, unsurpassed. I, I love it. And you know what's really cool, too, is they've got other 1-6 scale, sorry, uh, makers out there, like Q, 3, 3Q0 or whatever. Um, they're doing the Star Trek Q0? ones. Yeah, Q0, sorry. They're doing the Star Trek ones. Dead silent. Um, but they're also doing other <laughs> franchises. And I think that's great because really what they're going to do is if they start releasing quality one six scale figures as well, 
Battle Force Hot Toys to maybe sort of, I don't know, maybe drop some of the prices in, in, in response to it too, just because if you can start getting, if you're looking at Star Wars, that's too expensive, but this is cool. And you start collecting like DC Universe stuff or, or um, Star Trek stuff or other one six scale franchises. Uh, I'm seeing some really, really cool figures that are out there um, that are just like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy that for a dollar. No. Yeah, sorry, sorry about the silence for the start. I just didn't know what a tumbleweed rolling sounded like, so I couldn't do the sound. There you go. But <laughs> that's it. Um, oh, that's actually pretty good cricket. Nice. But the uh the hot toys Ahsoka, I was tempted I was on the fence between that and Spider Man, but I ended up getting Spider Man, but there was you know she as Rosario Ahsoka looks so good in the TV series and then uh, during the Mandalorian and then now she's coming up with the the uh, her own series in the near future. Ernie, there was some there was some quotes from uh, Bryce Dallas Howard out on the internet this week. Uh, Paul, who was once directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, as <laughs> he claims in his T-shirt. So it, it went on longer and um, she was doing an interview is talking about stuff coming out but the main point that everybody's focusing on right now is her quote says what i can say is that you being a fan of the clone wars will be greatly rewarded with the live action ahsoka series which dang that's that that has been flying around all all week so far that it's happened in the last couple of days and uh the story before that was her talking about other projects and everything. And because, you know, the whole Jurassic Park uh, movies coming out and then somebody asked about this. And so to me, it's like, so are we shooting right now or, or what, what's going on? You already know you're doing an episode. And if so, then what? Tomorrow Morrison is all these clones. Like, bring it on. That's OK. Let's that's not awesome. get ridiculous. With more. <laughs> well, not Boba Fett. With clones, Ashley. No, I I take back my I comment. Say I want to see Fett. more. I want to see clones. more clones. But that I means that you got to use him. Boba so... Fett is a clone. He is a clone. He's the yes. purest of the clones. The purest, lamest clone. Yeah, he's not enhanced. That's why he's no good. Everybody else has been genetically enhanced to be so super soldier, which explains a lot, really. Because you don't see Captain Rex flying into the side of a sail barge and falling into the starlight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you know, if Captain Rex shows up in this, you know, who knows if if there's any sail barges for him to fly Possibly. into, then we would look ridiculous. But it's going to be super awesome if Captain Rex shows up. He's a great character. He really is. And then you have that whole continuity of that now they're trying to say that that's him in Return of the Jedi. Right. Which... I take it. That's cool. That's awesome. So, you know, he survives uh, that long. Yeah, no, I remember. That's a nice retcon. That's a lot of like, hey, there's a bald guy with a beard. It must be him. It's like, they don't. Uh, okay. I, I, know, I get it. But, I get it. But he's already got a canon backstory. They have a canon backstory. I think for in him. like a kid's book, they called it out as no, Captain and, in the shorts. Yes, they did. Yeah. In those Star Wars yeah. shorts, they showed him and they made it true. Oh, they retconned it that way? Yeah, in the book that Yoko's talking about, a kid's yeah. book. I think it's one of the yeah. golden books. I think it is. Yeah, I remember seeing the uh -huh. page. And yeah. then um, <laughs> what were those being showed on? Those, um, you just you just showed a, a figure, a Chewbacca. What is that called? The oh, Force, the Forces of Destiny. Forces of Destiny. Those, those, yeah. 
which were little mini cartoons thrown in with a little yeah. bit of backstories. Um, and then they showed him with uh, Hera. Yes. Saying that Hera is still gone on and that, yes, that is Captain Rex, yeah. the old bearded man in cartoon. Yeah. It's Did they ever? I swear. I think they canonized it. <laughs> and then also, also, um, <laughs> oh my God. What, what's her? So something else they threw in there. What's All her name? Are rolling this what time. Not mine. You know, yeah. You know, with the it, goggles. What's that, her name? Ma? From. Yes, Maz. Maz, Maz is yes. Maz is the one who gave Leia the Boosh disguise. <laughs> Do we need that? I mean, like, I guess it's but cool, the, but it doesn't make what make saying, or break anything. Yeah. Wait, why do you roll your eyes about Rex? Tell me. Because it's already you know, there. It's just it's a, yeah. It's it's just one of those things where it's like there has to be a story behind everything, which I get, and that's cool. It's cool, but it's it's one of these things where it's like, you know, it's like when Rogue One, there's this little little Asian girl who's crying during that battle when that tank gets gets uh, ambushed. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, that's that's got to be Rose. And right. somebody's going to write a story where that's little young Rose Tico who gets saved by Jyn Erso because everything is connected. Enough. It's, you know what? Fuck. <laughs> the guy looks like him. Fine. Does everybody have to be fucking connected that way? Like, I get it. I get it. But sometimes it's just like, okay, like, honestly. And for me, it's like, this is Captain Rex. He's a veteran of the Clone Wars. He's not, it just sort of seems like too much of a, I don't know, too much of a retcon. Just a little bit too much of a retcon for me. And it's just like, I get it. It's kind of neat. But it's it's also the same as like the R5, like sacrificing himself so R2 can actually go on. Like <laughs> these little side stories are kind of cool, but not everything is Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. You know, it's, it's, it's not always going to be like that. And I just find sometimes it's just like, okay, the, enough. The Rex one seems pretty harmless. Like it's all it does is like let you know that he's, he was still around then. It doesn't change anything. Yeah, but it's it's that whole like this was a move like this was not lived a out. nice long life, Paul. Can't we just enjoy that? <laughs> he was killed on Endor. Stop. Because you don't see him at the end, so that's that's gotta be it. He's not one of the surviving troops. You don't see him partying with what? everybody else. Got, so he's killed on Endor. Every you gotta see every minute, Paul. You gotta see him walk down well, the hallway. Uh, apparently, the everybody's gotta do that because if you don't see it, it didn't happen, right? I mean, that's the thing that sort of gets me. That's all. I mean, sure. I, I get people the like it. That's fine. I that's the, awesome. I get the forcing the story thing, but I feel like that being Rex is a is a cute thing, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Sorry, I, I think a mosquito. I, <laughs> nice, nice catch. I was watching the uh, watching that whole side story develop there with the <laughs> it's a big one. What's it doing <laughs> down here? Anyways. Well, I no. think the uh, the little Asian girl turning out to Rose Tico. Is plausible because there's only like four Asians in the history of Star Wars. Apparently. So, you know, maybe we and can look back, scrub some old film with Is there a young Carson Tava, you know, maybe Fred makes an appearance and uh that there's a backstory. Carson there. Tava is the love child of Chuart Imwe uh and and uh Baze Malbus. Get out. Yeah. You heard Paul's it here Sun first. Exclusive. Biology works different. Yes, one. it's space. Oh, you don't yeah. know. No rules. There are no rules. You don't know. They had a surrogate mm -hmm. mother. There, there is a um, 
a book take with it. the backstory of Rose and Page, by the way. And uh, it's a nice it's little space. story. It's space. No suck, only blow. Okay, guys? There you go. <laughs> no suck, only blow. And it did come back. That's, it's, that's it's a the vacuum. title of right. the Carson Hava backstory. In a vacuum. <laughs> there is no sucking, only blowing. <laughs> And not like a vacuum cleaner in the vacuum of space. The Carson Tava story. It is did, confirmed. Did Dave Filoni ever say like he saw that character, that actor in Return of the Jedi, and and went back and made Rex look like him in Clone Wars to make to guide that storyline, or was it just fans con- no. trying to say it's it's just two bald guys with beards, therefore yeah, they are must, the same? It must. It's a it's a great coincidence. <laughs> It, it is. really is a great coincidence. And, but there's sometimes, see, and this is the thing when everybody starts to theorize and postulate and say, well, oh, I saw this, so it must be that. And then, right. And it's fun to theorize. It's fun to do that. The only problem is when it doesn't work out the way you, you theorize, people get mad. Right. And that's, oh, what, what like, with ha- Boba Fett? Yeah. <laughs> like with Boba Fett. <laughs> and like, you know, with a lot of other things, it's like they get mad. It's like, well, but it's got to be. They've had all the clues. It should be. And it's like, well, no. Sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing, right? And so I think that's the where I take umbrage to it because it's all fun to theorize, but it's it's and it's not just Star Wars. They did it with like uh WandaVision, right? That huge, oh, all these characters are gonna be introducing into this, they're gonna do that. And when it didn't happen, they're like, everybody was all up in arms. And it's oh like, yeah, no, WandaVision trolled everyone, it was amazing. Yeah. And and but that's what I mean. And everybody's so into mm-hmm. that, and that just I think when you make that canon, then people you encourage you encourage it a little bit too much sometimes. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's yeah, just a character who kind of looks like him. But and you know sometimes what? Sometimes it's kind of a fun thing. Yeah, I just I in my opinion, I just don't think that it's not You'd rather Captain Rex be dead and buried. No, I'd rather him be doing something uh cooler. Mm. Because yes. I, I would think that he would he would be uh, I don't know, higher up in the rank where he's not part of a commando team that's sneaking behind. Like, how old do you got to be in this at that point, right? Yeah. He's done his time in the Clone Wars. You don't see him. Like, why is he Why is he part of that strike team? He shouldn't be, right? And he gets captured. And then they make him put on the, the scout trooper armor and stand out there, right? And he gets captured because you see him. He's like, mm, I got caught. Shit. Here I am. <laughs> and he probably got shot by an Ewok. <laughs> they don't know he's wearing right. imperial armor so there's oh. rex lying face down with all these ewok bite marks and like arrows in his back bite mark bravo <laughs> way to go team <laughs> fucking great retcon <laughs> wrote oh. yourself wrote yourself into a corner i just yeah i, I don't know i just kind of thought, thought he would be higher up and that's another 15 say, 17 years after clone war uh yeah. rebels right yeah, and he was old in Rebels. Yes. Yeah, he already couldn't. So, he could already barely fit into that stormtrooper gear in Rebels. That's what I mean, right? Like it just doesn't. It it just it's neat, but I, I would have thought the guy because the guy on Endor wasn't that old. He just had a white beard. I I'm not that old. I have a white beard, right? Am I projecting? Possibly. Probably. I am. <laughs> no, not not at all. But it's I not coming across that, no. that way at all. Shut your cake hole. In space, there is only blow, not suck. Um, I think, I think if the guy, if they didn't already have, uh, they already had a name for that character. Like yes. he had, he, so if they didn't go back to retcon it that way, uh, you know, and it was just a blank slate, and you connected it, and it somehow it worked. I get it because Mandalorian and a lot of the new TV shows kind of 
kind of take a lot of references uh, from other stuff and just make a cool little little connection. Yeah. And it doesn't it you know it adds a little bit more for uh, the hardcore fans, the the diehard fans who see it, be like, oh, that's awesome! I recognize this from that, and it doesn't do much damage. But um, you know, if but this is Captain Rex, yeah, I mean that's the thing. This is Rex. You don't put him in the background, like, oh, yeah, that's Captain Rex, hero of the, the like of the Clone Wars. It's not incredible mm-hmm. service mm-hmm. record. You know what? You're part of this suicide team. Come on, mm-hmm. we want you to join well, this. You know, I don't let's know. let's see what Bryce Dallas Howard shows us. I mean, off of that quote, is it going to be Rex? Is it going to be somebody else? Although I, I kind of wish she had said fans of Rebels. You know, not necessarily Clone Wars, because I feel like there's, I feel like we're expecting more of that storyline yeah. to be followed, right? In a in the Ahsoka show with Ezra and Thrawn. But I, yeah, I, I think honestly, it's you you look at it and you go well the source material is is clone wars and i don't think she's talking specifically about because ahsoka that's when she was introduced yeah. during the clone wars right yeah. and so her journey really it mostly i mean they continue a bit of it in rebels but really that's not her the rest of her journey like her journey yeah. starts and the majority of it is in clone wars and i think that's what she's referring to mm-hmm. if you're a fan of the clone wars you're going to love it because you're going to see characters. I mean, you're going to see Ahsoka. And yeah, you're going to, if you've invested in that series, and let's face it, the Clone Wars single-handedly propped up a bunch of really bad prequel movies. They filled the gaps, like really, really retcon beautiful story, like filled plot holes beautifully to the point where you kind of go, yeah, you know what? The sequel, the, the prequel movies weren't that bad. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. they were. They were because they were full of freaking holes. And it wasn't until like years later that they built this entire series to plug those gaps and make it rich. But on its own, which is the way we got it, it was garbage, not garbage. But, you know, it wasn't the strongest. They weren't the strongest Mm -hmm. of movies. There were like big gaps. You're like, okay, I don't get it. Clone Wars comes in and just boys it up. And so now looking Mm -hmm. back at you go as a whole, you look at that and go, wow, deep, rich storytelling. Interwoven animated series, mm-hmm. the movies, TV series, but it, back in the day, it was just those movies, and they didn't hold up on their own. It wasn't until Clone Wars and all those other shows came in to fill in those gaps, and that's when everything really started to blossom. But it was because of Clone Wars. And the other point I want to make is, I know I'm just talking too much. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're not what else is all. what else is Bryce Dallas Howard gonna say though? Yeah. What else is she going to say? Ah, it's a big bag of shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're all going to be so bitterly disappointed because, <laughs> damn, everybody's changed. You're not going to like... She, what else is she going to say? Yeah. I've, I've been saying that about Avatar. You're going to love it. You're, and I believe it. I believe you're going to love it and stuff, but what else are you going to say? And the fact that people go, yeah, what, uh, dang, Fantasy of Clone Wars! Theory, 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 theory. Already, she hasn't said anything except it was a fan. It was a slow news week, so yeah. it was a life raft for us. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm just taking down a note for my next headline. Paul Sang and Lee confirms uh, Avatar will be better than Ahsoka. Just give me one second while I type this out. <clears throat> no, uh, Ernie, you mentioned earlier. You know, like what's her the uh, speculation? What's her involvement? Is she directing an episode? Uh, that kind of deal. It, I guess if they're asking her, are they just is she answering or is she involved? Do we know if it's uh, like one 
director helming the whole series because Paul, Paul's friend Deb, is doing uh, Obi-Wan. Kenobi. Yeah. Oh, are they friends? I don't know if he's mentioned that. No, I I, <laughs> I made that. I just I just made the connection myself. I came to that conclusion. Yeah. I've been lying. But, My name's not even Paul. <laughs> Ernie, what are you doing in Toronto? Ha ha! And then Ernie goes, ha! Ah. It's me. So That's how we you. roll. Well, ah, that was a twist. Yeah. It is. It went nowhere. I know. That it's like, so, so can we continue with the podcast now? Um, same members? So now they're done being fools. <laughs> what, uh, what did you think? That's me when I'm editing. Now that they're done being fools. No. Uh, do, That's cut. Do, do, That's cut. <laughs> Edit button. That's a keeper. Uh, are we? Do we know if there's one person who's like helming the whole thing, leading the leading the charge, Ernie? No. Again, because it's all speculation of, of what's going on. So hers of saying this was that you know Ahsoka news to everybody because we don't even know the slate right now. All, all we know is that Kenobi's coming out. Uh, Bad Batch 2 at some time and we're still waiting on uh, Andor like that's been done for oh, a yeah. while yeah yeah and we're waiting <laughs> yeah. Hell. right because it's been done for a long time <laughs> I don't know right. what we're waiting on for that of story wise like are, is it filler now no they're Just waiting for the film. Kevin Feige reshoots the Kevin Feige reshoots yeah oh just Why, man? I'm all <laughs> so that's Marvel's what they do now? for all the Marvel movies. That's all. I, yes. look, I have a friend who works in VFX, and right now in the VFX world, everybody's slammed. There, yeah. there are not enough artists to go around to get these jobs done when they want it done. So everything is backed up. It's all everything's taking forever to get done, and they are all under a lot of pressure to get the jobs done because you have, you know, a number of huge tentpole movies that are coming out, right? Um, so, you know, from Thor, uh, Thor, a god of love and thunder. Yeah. And then what's that? Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. And then you, I mean, they're still working on these movies, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's nuts. And then you have all these TV shows that are being shot Mm -hmm. as well, right? That's true. Mando season three. Everyone should go to school for VFX. Well, I think that the takeaway is is that yeah, there's yeah, lots of jobs cool. available there, and that is kind mm-hmm. of like there is a scarcity of artists. Yeah, um, and you know all these other Netflix shows that are like Avatar, you know that that's that's kind of a heavy VFX show, um, and it's not the only one out there. There's so many, there's so much content being shot, and they all have huge demands yeah. in the VFX world. So I don't know, maybe maybe Andor is still waiting for for all. All that's all that work to be done. I don't know. I'm just True. speculating here, pure ass speculation. And with yeah. regard to to Bryce Dallas Howard directing, I think it's safe to say. I don't know. This again, this is me completely theorizing. But if if you take the Mandalorian as a model or the Book of Boba Fett as a model, you will have multiple directors mm-hmm. right taking the helm. Like Dave. Filoni is probably going to be directing a couple of episodes of Ahsoka. Oh, it has to be. It's Ahsoka. I would think yeah. he would be, yeah, episode right? one. The first one and the last one, yes. you figure, right? He's yeah. gonna he's gonna do those. And in between, who's it like how many episodes are they gonna have of Ahsoka? Have they said? Twenty seven, I, I think. I don't think <laughs> I don't think we, I don't think we know anything. And like, no, no. like that's what mo- these these Disney Plus shows, I mean, you know, the MCU and Star Wars shows anyway, have like I don't 
feel like they talk about more than one at a time, really. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I don't think we're gonna know about anything else until Kenobi's underway. Yeah, right? isn't like, it also funny though that when you say that the the Star Wars shows we got to know who's directing each episode, and I never hear that for the MCU ones of no. who's all the different directors, right? You don't. It's just like, oh, Moon Knight's on. God, that was a great episode. And it's never talked about who directed that episode. But when it comes to the Star Wars one, we're always like, oh, who did that? Oh, that was Bryce. Oh, th- that was Robert. Like, man, that was that's, that's oh, crazy. Oh, you guys are right? first name already? Yeah. He texted me. I, I should be in uh, Book of Boba too. I, I'm, I'm just a Gamorrean guard that gets killed, but hey, I'll take it all day. Yeah, but I like I like the different directors, and I think they've shown in the previous series they all handle each episode very well, which yeah. is fantastic. That, that's part of the fun for fans now, right? Is to like, oh, it's this director, so this means, you know, it, like people like to speculate what that's going to mean with that director, right. whether, it's, whether it's a character or a type of story or you know whatever whatever it is. Hey, for me, if the Ahsoka, you know, they already mentioned where's Grand Admiral Thrawn, and then having recently rewatched rebels i want to see more i'm hoping they they bring back some of the loath wolves and all these mystical creatures that kind of you don't hear anything about in yeah the sequel trilogies um that kind of stuff I, and and the time travel thing going through that uh weird forced space thing yeah that final fight was pretty cool palpatine going through and the lightning but um I don't know. Maybe they thought that kind of stuff was too far out of Star Wars lore, and they nobody really they didn't really touch on it again. So bringing back Ahsoka series, uh, you know, I hope I hope they revisit and give some closure for that stuff. Well, we we saw a loath cat, so yes, we did. I was going to yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah. Well, then that's it. <laughs> so no, so no about the wolf, and yeah, yeah. I, if Baloney had his way, and that was the first episode, shit, we'd see Ahsoka yeah. riding one. That'd be the opening scene, oh you know. Yeah. Like, but real. it's not—it's not even just seeing them. The loath wolves did stuff, right? It was—it was, it was yeah. talking and teleporting Ooh. them and turn into. Right. Did did uh did Kanan turn into a wolf? Did he? You know, like That's, there's did that he? was a speculation, right? Yeah, I don't know. And Rebels was that that bridge area where it's like, okay, go go make up more Star Wars stories, and mm-hmm. he he. You know, Dave Filoni wait, went with some really cool, yeah. I don't know, storytelling choices, add, adding new stuff to the universe. Maybe they thought it wasn't will that great. See, and, will we and... see the per, the per, Purgils? Purgils? Is that what they were called? Like what, what carried Ezra away at the end? Mm-hmm. The space whales. Oh, the yeah. hyper the hyperspace whales? Yeah, that was... <laughs> I I didn't... Yeah, I, I watched it twice and I still didn't really understood, understand... Uh, the mechanics there but hey you know they gotta <laughs> they gotta stop somewhere and eject ezra and theron and puffer then... pigs i hope we get puffer pigs live action puffer pigs we will... do, do I... you not remember what i'm talking about yeah i do the, no, the, I big, remember. the big ones right that poof well they first they're small and adorable well zeb scares them and then they go yeah <laughs> right so here's the thing that yeah. i've seen a lot lately Disney has let out a lot of um, background secrets that nobody notices. And it's funny that you say that because that is one of the little figures that you can buy in Batu. So what? which one? The puffer pig by itself. It isn't puffed up, but it is just all small in it. Oh. It's it's okay. in the creature shop. 
and and like they've done a lot of this with um mm. merch or figures that they sell because they just they're putting it out and nobody yeah. knows yet like the biggest one was was spidey when when spider-man showed up in avengers campus he's already wearing his new suit that was what he comes out in at the end of uh um the no last one what was that called it no, no, no way, way home, home. yeah yeah that last scene of him running through the snow and he made that one, that's what he's been wearing in Avengers mm. Campus. And nobody ever pointed that out. They just like, here you go. And that's what was thrown mm. there because they knew it like that. So but isn't, he, isn't he super far away on, on Avengers Campus? Like, he, like how close up? I have no idea. Like, are you talking about the, the Spidey that swings and gets yeah, catapulted? So when they, you, that you yeah, get like to meet. that's a robot that's actually being catapulted no, but, to the air. And then that scene is he comes down the wall after okay. the robot scene, and then you do the meet and greet. You get a picture oh, with okay. him. So, actually... so he's there, and that's the suit that he has. I see. Right. Nice. Um, you know, immediately they already have Moon Knight there. They had all the different Loki's. Yes, and Mr. Knight. So do you see what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. so it, the things that you see in Batu as far as what they're selling and like that sometimes. And Loth cats. They have Loth cats in Batu. Right. So we could maybe see more live of those creatures that are in that creature shop. Rebels did have some great creatures, though. Yes. Like thinking yeah. that. Yeah. Paul, you were, you were mentioning about animation studios and VFX being completely swamped right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when you said that, it kind of reminded me of our, our final topic on the list, Star Wars Visions, which is an animation series with all... Uh, done by studios in japan in in, mm. in the, all their different styles i'm just wondering if they're like hey we need more content but we're kind of swamped right now let's kind of maybe kill two birds with one stone and kind of kind of check this off the list we can do we can do a, a cool animation series in a different style and not exhaust any resources here uh that, oh, this is something that crossed my mind because um it's it's on our list because there's there's rumors as ernie has graciously told us of a, of a season two of a series that he loves because he loves anime. <laughs> Are the rumors just that there's going to be a season two or is there anything more substantial than that? That it's being done right now. Yeah. They don't know what, but season two is being done. So th now the speculation starts, is it the continuation of the stories that we have, the nine that mm -hmm. were shown, or is it, a whole nother new All set new stories. I bet it's correct. Both. Right. I feel like it's gotta be both. I, I would think that they would have had it done many, like what you're talking about, Kev, as far as was it already out there? And now you could just call it season two. Like these nine are the ones that they picked. Right. I would like to see some of these ones that we got in the first one. They'll continue. Yeah. I, I think that'd be awesome. Definitely lots of stories from, from that series and people calling for like, Oh, I want more of mm -hmm. the twins or i want more of that first episode you know i i have the novel from based on one of the episodes i should yeah. probably uh get past page three on that but before <laughs> season two comes out but yeah i was I just about to ask that. did you like it <laughs> i got halfway through it and i put it down and i haven't gone back to it either but i i was enjoying it uh, okay for the record and then i put it down and i just never got back to it yeah I wish we would have received figures off of those visions ones. There's only figure arts of the twins, and that's yeah. it. I, I wish there's a Ronin statue or something, isn't there? I there there's a statue. Yeah. Well, I'm said, talking like another. <laughs> yeah, I, I, another figure arts 
of, of some of those ones would yeah. be awesome. Um, I even went back after last week's episode. I bought the digital version of the Legends Kenobi book, and I barely touched it. So, <laughs> I, why do I keep buying this stuff? I don't know. Maybe you should try audiobooks. You know, because then you can let it read to you while you're doing your dishes or whatever it is yeah. that you're usually watching on your phone. But you can, can read to me it. while I'm watching Alien Two on, <laughs> on my phone. There you go. And some of the the voices on some of those digital ones are are done very well too. Oh yeah. So it, it gets you. Yeah. It really gets you into the story. You feel like you're watching it. Damn. So I in should just brain. get a re- get a refund on Kindle and switch it over to Audible. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. All right. Probably, Probably work out better purchase. for you. Yeah, I just finished Master and Apprentice actually, and I really enjoyed that one. You know, it, it digs into the relationship between young Obi Wan and and Qui Gon. And um, I feel a lot closer to Qui-Gon now. <laughs> I know a lot more about him. And a little bit of Dooku. A little bit more about Dooku, who honestly I don't really need to know more about, but, I, you know, he's there. He's there. But you guys haven't talked about, like, given Ernie and I movies that we should I have. Can't, I can't imagine there's any movies uh, that... Because <laughs> you guys are big movie buffs, right? You, I mean, you collect movie, physical media... You know, I, I feel like there isn't much that I've seen or love that you you and Ernie have not seen. It's so funny because I just I just dropped three hundred dollars on uh, uh, a company that's called Vinegar Syndrome, and they produce like what they do is they they have four uh, K transfers now of movies, really obscure movies that are you know not the best, like uh, Miami Connection, the four K transfer of that. Have you guys ever heard of that movie? Oh man, it's so bad. It's good. It's, you so can it's watch not... it. You can watch it for free on YouTube. It was made in like 19, 1987. Uh, and it's it's starring this guy. He's a, he's a Korean dude, and uh, he he wrote, co-directed, and stars in it. Uh, and it's basically about a group called Dragon Sound. It's a musical group, <laughs> and they 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 uh, they have a run in with like ninja biker gangs who steal cocaine. <laughs> um, Joe, yeah. I haven't seen this one. Okay, Dude, wait, the synopsis. A yeah. martial arts rock band goes up against a band of motorcycle ninjas who have tightened their grip on Florida's narcotics. That sounds amazing, train. actually. I just, yeah. So check it. It's, it's, so he made this movie. They made this movie back in the and it's so painfully obvious they've never there's they've never acted before. Uh this the writing is horrible. The dialogue, the acting it's just terrible. So they they made this movie. He bankrupted his because he had this whole tra- uh, he had this huge uh, chain of taekwondo studios, and he mortgaged them all. He lost all of his money basically making this movie, uh, and then he tried to distribute it himself because all the major distributors were like no, it's garbage. Burn this movie, and uh, it played to eight theaters. Was absolutely decimated. Uh, he was so embarrassed he walked away from it, and then in two thousand and nine uh the alamo draft house in austin uh they are famous for doing cult movies and like creating it It, like for example their atmosphere is there are no cell phones allowed in the theaters you can't you can't be on your phone you got to watch the movie right they had jaws they did a screening of jaws in a lagoon with people floating on dinghies and they had they hired divers to, to go underneath and grab people's feet 
Oh God! During some of the sequences. So this is the Alamo Whoa. Draft House. So they found a print of Miami uh, Miami Connection. They had no idea what it was. They screened it, and they loved it. They said, "Oh my God, this is crazy!" So they showed it at a midnight uh, showing. It went. People lost their minds. Uh, and then they they turned it into a cult hit, basically. And uh, they contacted the guy. Said, "You got to come out." He thought they were joking. They got all the cast back together to lip sync the song that their band plays. It's cheesy 80s. It's done with so much heart, though, but it's so bad. You're going to have so much fun roasting it while you watch it. It's incredible. Miami Connection. You can watch it on YouTube. It's completely free. I just spent $70 US on two 4K transfers of it. One I'm going to give to my friend who actually got me onto this movie. That's dope. Right. I had two questions. The first question, the first was, did you spend 300 on this movie? And second, <laughs> second question, which you just answered. But the second question is, is this a timeout topic? Because you whispered it in the beginning. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's what, <laughs> my, my wife is upstairs. Yeah, that was the... I don't know why you bothered doing that, because I know she's going to hear this anyways. But yeah. like, so I got the movie New York Ninja, <laughs> Cloak and Dagger, Dead Heat, the Beastmaster and Dial Code Santa Claus. Have you heard what? of any of these movies? No. These sounds yeah. like these sound like movies that I would find on the, while they're watching on The Simpsons or something. Yeah, yeah, you know? and they'd be just as bad. What was right? the Ninja one? New York Ninja. No, I don't New think York I've seen Ninja. that one. It's a guy again. It's a, he's an Asian guy. His wife gets um, just based on the, I've never seen it, but I want to see it. His wife gets mugged and brutally murdered uh, in New York. Uh, she's pregnant. Um, he goes to the cops. Apparently, New York is a city filled with crime and they're too busy. So he puts on his ninja costume and uh, he uh, he decides to find her killer. And along the way, he makes he makes he becomes a vigilante. He makes enemies of all the criminals and they all start going after him. And uh, the main bad guy is plutonium something. I'm like, this is crazy. I have to see this. Uh, New York Ninja. These premises aren't bad, though. Or is it just the way you're recapping them? (laughs) No, you got to watch the trailers for them. They're terrible. They sound sound not that bad. (laughs) Uh, Dead Heat, Joe Piscopo. Um, It's really, it's, it's, it's a movie about zombies. And these cops trying to solve this crime, and one of them gets killed. And so, who better to solve a murder mystery about zombies than a zombie cop? So, that's that's the premise of that. Beastmasters, starring Mark Singer from from V. If you ever watched that that TV series in the eighties, V. The I'm, final I'm sorry, the the documentary. No oh, TV series. No, documentary. Oh, the document. Oh, I see. I see. Yes, it's not a series. <laughs> it's a documentary. Right. <laughs> Anyways, that that I again Beast, Beastmaster. I know what that is because of community. There you go. Okay. Because Chevy Chase dresses up as him for Halloween. Okay. <laughs> oh, nice. That's it. And so then, then I was like, "Is this a real thing?" And I googled it, and I like it. it was real. Cloak and Dagger. Not a real thing. Cloak and Dagger, starring uh, a young uh, what's his name, uh, Thomas, the kid who played Elliot in ET. Mm-hmm. Uh, he that's his next movie. Not the Marvel Cloak and Dagger. No, no. <laughs> and this is about a kid who's got you know uh, an imaginary sort of friend. Um, 
because he's got this friend who's a secret agent or this or that. He's imaginary. Um, and his dad is going through a bad divorce and this kid has all these imaginary games until one day an actual secret agent gives him uh, information about uh, this, this just before he's killed uh, about Project Cloak and Dagger. And so this kid has to like rely with, on his friends and his imaginary friend to try to, you know, get this information to the proper authorities while these bad guys are after him. Oh. Again, this one's that one's a little bit more mainstream and a little bit yes. more well done than the others. Um, the, you know. the old couple scared the shit out of me as a right. kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really afraid of old people after that movie. <laughs> I swear to God, there's an old couple who goes after him like uh, her hands messed up, right? Yes. I think she's got stubbies. Ugh. Yeah. And so that's not cool to show as a kid of running away, getting kidnapped yeah. and all this shit as a kid because then I see somebody in a store with a stubby and I'm freaked out. <laughs> and you shouldn't be that way as a kid, but that's what happens. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> Scared and me half to death. Then, of course, there is... Uh, now, this is a different name, uh, but uh, the one that I'm... It's the version that I know of. Dial Code Santa Claus. But the original name was something else. It was called, I think, not the most dangerous game. Uh, but this was a movie that apparently Home Alone, people are saying, oh, Home Alone is totally based on this, right? Like, it's oh, a, except it's that last week. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, that's the movie. But it's it's actually called, it's a different name. We figured it out last week, and now I can't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, the most dangerous game? No. Game? Something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It's Hold in on. the show. Kevin left it in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Deadly Games, or AKA de Game Over. There you AKA go. AKA 3615 Area Code Père Noël. So, yeah. Anyway, so that, that was the movie where the basically it is uh, this kid who's obsessed with action movies and video games. And so, like, what he does is uh, when his mom's out, he, he will make turn this mansion that he, he lives in with his grandfather into like a, like a, like a makeshift battle battleground where he sets up traps and, and stuff like that. And then on Christmas Eve, you know, two guests come in to, uh, to sort of, uh, you know, get him. <laughs> so it's, they, that's what they say that uh, home alone was based off. Now it wasn't completely coincidental, but this I, I'm in for it. it Somebody setting fun. booby traps for like yeah. intruders. Yeah. Sign me up. Anyways, oh my god. So this podcast is supposed to be like an hour long? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'll get it down there. I'll well, just it. press the button, Kevin. Yeah. I'll get it down there. Get it. Magic. Well, press the button. So what's this homework? What's this week's homework gonna be? Kev, any votes? It's I nominate Gremlins since we talked about it. I second the motion. The motion is passed. Gremlins. I hate doing homework. Too bad. Reason... You're gonna love this homework. Did you not love aliens? I I enjoyed. Did you aliens. not love aliens? We wouldn't steer you wrong, Kev. Yeah. So far, you you're gonna yeah you're gonna want to watch Gremlins too. Yeah. Too. That's what I was gonna say. I you think once Gremlins? Gremlins comes on too, I think you're gonna go for two right after. All right, Paul. What are the optimal watching conditions? <laughs> okay, one, not on your phone. Two, you can no watch deal. this one at night. You can, but watch not after midnight. Night. Ha ha ha! Very good. Uh -huh. You will see. You will see a young Corey Feldman in this movie. You will see a young Phoebe Cates in this movie. Um, well, a Hoyt Axton is Do you know in this who Phoebe movie. Cates is Kev. 
Oh god. No, but these aren't like I feel so watching. old now. Have you seen a uh, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont? Huh? Yeah. No. Wow. Okay, that's well. There, there you go. That's another one on the list. <laughs> Fast. Uh, yeah. Are you writing Fast all these down? Yeah. I'm writing them. I'm writing Somebody, them. Somebody's got to do some homework at some like, point. I, can't just, I, I, I thought I had watched no movies, but... It feels like this is the group project and I'm doing everything again. <laughs> well, it's your fault. You haven't seen anything, man. It's your fault. You wanted to do a podcast, Kevin. We're, <laughs> we're only as strong <laughs> as the weakest link, my friend. <laughs> and Gremlins is great, man. Yeah, For real, love it, it is. You'll love it. Yeah. You're going to want it. one. I'll watch I, it. I'll yeah. watch it. I'll watch it. I also rewatched Scarface this week for you, Yoko. Thank you. <laughs> so you don't have to. So wait I'll a minute. I'll watch it. I'll That's watch you watch like a three and a half hour movie for Yoko, but you're complaining about having to watch Gremlins. Which no, is probably like what, an hour and... I know. You'll okay. watch both of them minutes. at the time yeah. of Scarface. Exactly. And you'll probably have more fun doing it because it's not nearly as devastating. Oh my gosh. Hmm. You're really selling me on Scarface. <laughs> it is it is a long movie. I hadn't realized how long it was until I, I started watching it again and Paul last week said it's so long. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's slow. Oh, it is. Okay. It's a slow movie, man. It's slow, but it, it's a thorough story, like the yeah, rise yeah. And, his rise and fall. Right. So Scarface to me always seemed like a TV movie. Yeah. Like it should be like, like where you can show it on TV. Movie. Yeah, you can't exactly. show that on TV. Yeah, because well, it's not the same. No, they but can I'm saying the because they just edit all of it, yeah. so it becomes an hour and twenty minutes long because mm -hmm. they can't show half of it. And you go, oh, and it gets just cut to the end, which is let me introduce you to my little friend, and then that's it. That's that's all everybody. Wants. Do I just need to watch that part? <laughs> that's it. You should. You that's you know it. that part. Yeah. And he and dies, and I'm okay. I'm easily accustomed to cutting down three hours into one and a half. But, um, do you watch the movies at like regular speed or do you speed them up? <laughs> regular like, are you speed. like watching them at like two times speed? He, that, was a, that was a jab at us, Paul. <laughs> About cutting us down. That's never that's never <laughs> occurred to me to watch things replays at like 1.5. Don't do it. I've listened to videos that way. Yeah, not movies, but like Yeah. I know yeah. I know people watch replays and, and on my stream at, at that pace. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's like six hours. But um <laughs> the Ernie, the I still remember the TV version of Scarface. The the first scene when he's being interrogated, and they're like, Where'd you get that scar, tough guy? It's Eaten. Just... And then this other voice goes, Pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna get a scar like this eating pineapple, man. Eating a pineapple? But, like, but the, look the like voice that? was completely different. It's like pineapple? Yeah. It always is because it's done it's just by manager. somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, we can't say that on television. Uh, on a play school recorder. <laughs> and even background noise all the time going on, like a car passing by or anything <laughs> is always in there. Yeah. TV shows with editing done in them is the best. Like, I, uh, I remember some that even went silent were just muted and they're. Their, their they mouths are still they don't moving. Even have a word for it. Yeah, and you know it. Yeah, so that that was it. Then the volume comes back. The Rock, when Sean Connery says to Nick Cage, he's like, "Losers try their best. Winners go home and date the prom queen." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My That's favorite true. was um, uh, Usual Suspects. When they're in line, they have to say that we're hand me the keys. You uh, effing at you know. 
So hand me the keys, you fuzzy sock sucker. <laughs> fuzzy, hand, fuzzy socks. sock sucker. Wow, fuzzy like sock sucker. It's close. It doesn't have to make sense. It just has to look like the yeah. the mouth movement. Yes, right. What it is. <laughs> like when that time I muted myself and Yoko thought I was swearing at her, but I was saying <laughs> vacuum. Vacuum. <laughs> um, wait, speaking. I think you said Nick Cage, right? Have you seen yeah. the trailer for his new movie? Oh yeah, I gotta see it. Oh, he's, he's playing funny. himself, right? Yeah, with Pedro Pascal. Yeah, that looks kind of, that looks kind of funny. Oh no, I have to look that up. That oh great. what? Yeah, it's gonna be great, dude. I it's what it's called. Called. But now I gotta watch trailers as homework too. Like, you haven't yeah, seen this trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Outrageous. <laughs> this is a must see trailer. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is insane, bro. He's talk about a collector. He is one of the biggest collectors ever. Of and, human and skin. <laughs> uh huh, and that's why he does all these movies. Yeah, he has like the original Superman. Um, he named his kid Kal-El. Does he um, have his Superman right. suit that he had from uh, Burton? I believe so. The one that he like he seriously, got, he he buys crazy stuff, <laughs> and he admits it that that's why he has to do all these movies because of his lavish collection like of buying stuff. Just like Paul. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I love I love the attempt at hiding all this stuff from Anna. Meanwhile, she starts a group chat with us. I know just so just so she can zing you. That it's I, I've never seen anything like that. Like we don't know her that well. You know, like we, we see we see her comments moderating your chat and she's in my streams and and I, I met her in person she's she's great she messages me i don't know how much she interacts with ernie and yoko individually but the fact that she went and started this group chat yeah. just to send that photo to us <laughs> and she's like i got this perfect one to to control my husband but it's it, it'll be a shame if i don't get to use it <laughs> i have i'm just gonna go create this group chat why don't you describe <laughs> what picture she used Oh, are we, are we, is this a time-in topic? She sent <laughs> oh, a photo of a DHL plane collapsed under, for whatever reason, but the it, it, it's inconsequential because it, it she broken. sent yeah. it with the headline that the uh, this is what happens with all of Paul's pre-orders on board. <laughs> 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 and even more so, when I first see it, I'm like, whoa, is that real? because <laughs> the photo was like a real photo photo it wasn't like a headline one and it's all cracked with boxes everywhere and so my collection heart goes immediately oh my god do we need to go pick stuff up <laughs> oh wait she's totally trolling paul right now that's awesome all right uh so the homework Somehow it's going to cut, and then it's just going to be, all right, so the homework for next week will be gremlin. Is it singular or plural? No, it's plural. Gremlins. Oh, plural. Gremlins. All right. The whole, system, like is, the whole system is topsy-turvy now. Um, and hopefully everyone is enjoying watching the movies with us every week. If it's something you've seen before, you know, just revisiting it uh, or me visiting it the first time. Thank you for listening to another ridiculous episode of the Boba Squadron. If you've made it this far, you probably already subscribe or like or whatever appropriate action is on the platform that you're listening to. But in case you haven't, please do. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the likes, the subs, the shares, the comments. It means a lot to us. How was that? 
perfect. It was absolutely perfect. <laughs> what the hell was that? It was good. <laughs> <laughs>